tonight's episode of the Gamecasters. We talk about a lot of new games we've been playing recently. We do another board game beatdown for you. And then we end the show with our top five games that have great names. Stay tuned. The Gamecasters, the podcast that, if taken twice daily, has been medically proven to cause clinical depression. Something about how awesome we are makes you want to stay in bed and cry. (laughs) But it's not all bad, because I also have some great news. We have finally been labeled as an aphrodisiac by the FDA, which is also (laughs) triggered by listening twice daily. So you'll want to kill yourself, but you'll be extremely aroused while you do it, which is my favorite type of depression. I've gotten so many confusing emails from people that start off so sad but end so raunchy. (laughs) Well, we've got an incredibly miserable and erotic episode lined up for you all today, lined with moans of anguish, followed by moans of gratification. In fact, the last 30 minutes of the show is just going to be kissing sounds with crying in the background. (laughs) <laughs> you know what the people want I'll be the, I'll be, I think I'll be the one crying I think be right. <laughs> we make out you guys me, will make me out me and Jeff will make the kissing like, sounds and Natalie will cry about it yeah, okay. <laughs> he is gay um, oh do you guys God. like limericks Okay. Yeah, sure. I love them. Natalie, a long time ago, got what? me this little dirty book of oh, limericks. Do you remember right. that? Yeah. Like there was. Why did you give a me that from Nantucket? That one. Yes. Is that like oh, a yes. I think I was on like a vacation and I saw it and I was like, Ryan would like this. It's just dirty. It's <laughs> yeah. just dirty limericks okay. and they're all so funny. It's like this little like, you know, like a little black book. Yeah. yeah. It's like tiny. that. People. It's like really sure. small. Like you can just like. It's like I had it at work for a while, and one day it was sitting on my desk, and my boss comes by, and he's like, "What's this?" And he picks it up, and he's just like, "Did I tell you that?" <laughs> I think I he thought it was that. funny. So, like, here's an example. Okay, there once was a woman named Jill. Tried a dynamite stick for the thrill. They found her vagina in South Carolina and bits of her tits in Brazil. <laughs> Wait, that's what? from the book? Did you find the book? That's an example of one from the book. Or did you just memorize? I just remembered that one. Oh my god, that's a really funny. It's just one. in your head. Yeah. So. I kept reading um, this book. I found it a couple days ago, actually. Oh. And there was three of them in there about us. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. They, wow, that's they published crazy. it. I wish you could see Natalie's face. Wow. Natalie's so happy. Let's hear them. Well, the first one I found wow, okay. is actually about Natalie. Oh, Whoa. So Natalie will be the start, whose buttocks oh. is a work of art. <laughs> I feel oh so lucky, though sometimes it's yucky when all that comes out is a fart. I was going to say, art rhymes with fart. Yeah. I know what's and coming. And start. There's a lot of farts in that one. So, you know, that was, that was in the book. I didn't do that. Yeah, that's just I mean, there. I, that was just written, and it was wow. years ago, too. All right, here we go. This next one's about Jeff. <laughs> the Mad Board Gamer has quite the name. It's really quite long to exclaim. But hey, did you know there's something down below called his penis that puts it to shame? <laughs> That's a good one. Man, people just yeah. write these. I know. I don't. It's, wow. It's cool. It was in this, this like little book. Good. It was in this it. little book. Wow. This is like flattering for him. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I Natalie farts. And, I uh, cannot. I mean, I did not create the size of his penis. You know, that was something that and was someone else did. It wasn't Ryan. Yeah, I didn't do it. I just, just found these in here. in a book. Yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> Sometimes right before the show, I like to make love to her, yo. Though it's such a bummer when I want to hummer, but Natalie laughs and says no. Oh, Those were man. in the little limerick book. Yeah, they were oh. in the book. Yeah, so what have you guys been up to? Natalie, have you interacted with any artistic types lately that you want to give a shout I out sure to? I have. 
I totally forgot last episode that I was going to shout out Meeple Design. I know they have an Instagram, and but where, where I found them was on Etsy. They okay. make a lot of, they have like artwork, uh, board game artwork. But it's, oh. my favorite part about it is that it's not like the game cover or any anything really that's like. It's just a mountain. Related to the game. It's like almost like. It's just some trees. I mean, I don't know the background exactly, but it almost seems like original like artwork created based on the theme of the game but it looks like they look like movie posters i think they have like t-shirts and stuff too so um just a quick story ryan's birthday was in september and i found these i found people design it is. It'll on, be in september yeah it still is in september on etsy and um i loved all of like the pictures like all the posters that they had and i thought they were so cool and i spent like seriously hours like going through them and like narrowing down like what should i get ryan i'm gonna frame them we're gonna hang them up in like the basement where all the games are and it's yeah. gonna be like so awesome i ended up getting five of them and they were like five games that were like in his top 20 list of games and i thought like they were so cool and um so i had them shipped and i think they came from england and they got here Maybe. Like, so I, I had them shipped, you know, I bought everything. I did it early, like the end of July. His birthday was like in September. Still is, still. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and like maybe like six days go by and I have to decide to like check the tracking and I check it and it said it was like delivered to like my old, old address, house. like two addresses ago because I haven't two ordered from Etsy <laughs> in a while. And I was like, oh I can't believe you didn't no. check the address on the shipping address. Like, I thought you, I were had... so, you were just so excited. Yeah, you yeah. were just like, oh it's my God, these thought- posters. It is a very thoughtful gift. It's very yeah. cool. Yeah, and so yeah. they were like, basically like the forwarding order expired we're gonna return to sender yeah. and i was like oh no back to london england and then remember this is in the middle of covid where the shipping and mail is awful yeah so i was like you know shipping i contacted him uh, his name's tony <laughs> from meeple design and you know i told him what happened and it's like clearly my fault because i didn't you update the, the address, address yeah. you know it was like not <laughs> yeah. his fault and he was like okay well i'm gonna you know see when it comes back to the fulfillment center and then we'll have it shipped back out to you and i was like okay great and I'm like checking in with him, checking in with him. Weeks go by, months go by, years go Ryan's by. Ryan's birthday passes, and I'm like, I like basically gave up. You know, it was like I've honestly like a couple months. His birthday's over. It's October now, and I'm just like, what do we do? And yeah, because I, I mean, it wasn't like cheap. I bought like five. We posters. buy me something else is what we do. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like really, really bummed about it because I was like so excited. And I thought I did it so early to have like such a cool you surprise, did. and um. So Tony ended up giving me like, you know, a partial refund, which was he didn't even have he to did do not have because to do it that. was like my fault, you know. But it was that super was so nice. nice, and they're like a small shop or whatever. So then, um, they showed up like the next day. Yeah, they sh- <laughs> like seriously like a week or two later, he's like, "Oh my gosh, you'll Scammer. never believe this." They showed up finally. I'm gonna, you know, I already sent them to your correct address. You know, like you're good to go. And I was like, "What?" And I was like, okay, should I like pay you but then for the rest of the money? And he was like, no, don't worry about it. It's my gift to you. Um, you know, just like if you like them, just, you know, sh- spread the word. And I was like, okay. And we got right. them and they're hanging up. They're framed. They look and so And they're not that good. Oh, awesome. no, yeah. They're amazing. <laughs> no, they're, they're, awesome. awesome. they're, they're, they're awesome. amazing. Tay to Walk is my favorite one. They're amazing. We have that hanging up like above the board game shelves all over the basement. We have Terraforming they're Mars, also, yeah, Alien Frontiers. Terra Mystica's over there. Terra Mystica and Cosmic Encounter. Cosmic Encounter. They're I know awesome. it's snowing a ton it's right snowing now. Here. So, anyways, I just wanted to shout out Meeple Design Meeple because design. one, Meeple their product design. is awesome, and two, 
customer service and Tony was like amazing and really super nice like the entire time. And if you mess up, you might be able to scam them and get some yeah, get some money. You can get some money back from him. Yeah. So buy with confidence from Equal Design, knowing that you might get the product and have your money back. No, that's awesome. Amazing, amazing company. And I definitely am going to buy more from him. And I believe they are Meeple Design on Instagram too, right? Is that their is that their handle? So check them out on Instagram. Check them out on Etsy. Get a hold of them, you know, message, what's it, his name is Tony? Yeah. Message Tony and and get yourself some amazing board game artwork because this, so I don't know if you've seen the board game artwork that Board Game Geek has, which yes. is also pretty good. I like this stuff better. I like this better. It's it's kind Me of, too. it's comparable yeah. to that. But if you're yeah. trying to picture what this stuff looks like, yeah. it's, it's think, like, think the, like that the BGG stuff. store art. It's but, like, but this, I the style I is, is just so Yeah, I like so the style cooler. so much. It's amazing. I love it. That's awesome. Jeff, before, real quick, before, I, I know you probably have something, but I wanted to also, I would be <laughs> remiss if we didn't talk about this that we also forgot to talk about last episode. Jeff and I had the amazing opportunity oh, you're right. to play a game on Tabletop Simulator. Oh, now I know what we're talking about. With, <laughs> yes. Yeah, Chris, uh, Chris the charity board gamer. Yep. Um, I almost called him the mad charity board Ooh, gamer. The mad, <laughs> that angry charity everyone's giver. Get, everyone's yeah. getting mad in front of him. Chris, the charity board gamer, invited Jeff and I to play Pandemic Legacy Season Zero on Tabletop Simulator with um, Rob Davio himself. Yeah. That's the designer awesome. of the game, pretty Mr. Awesome. Legacy Man. Pretty and awesome. do you remember um, the other lady's name? Yeah, Beth. Beth. Yep. She is like the... the She's marketing, marketing at promotional Z-Man. at Z-Man for Z-Man. Yeah. Oh, and wow. we all got to play a game together of Pandemic Legacy Season Zero. And it was so It was fun. cool. It was like kind of being starstruck a little bit. Yeah, I was yeah. fan. Like, I was fangirling a little bit. Yeah. It was really cool. It was super <laughs> nice of Chris to invite us to do that. That was really we had nice. a great we had a great time with him. And I um it's funny, I flipped and found a, a limerick of him. Oh um, which I thought <laughs> wow, I can't believe that was in the book. Of Rob Davio or a, Yeah, it's a Rob Davio wow. limerick. I can't oh, I believe you meant Chris. I really wish this you limerick saw has that quite the legacy. <laughs> Why would you do that? What did I do? You were like, um oh. you like looked back and forth like oh god. Yeah. Okay, so this is what I found. Rob's games have all our support. They make me feel things in my shorts. <laughs> I want him. He's great, but have shown much restraint, forcibly ordered by the court. <laughs> okay. That's why I had to well, play over like, Zoom. It's one thing when you like say stuff about us, and I'm like, oh, God, he's going to like say something about someone <laughs> yeah. Rob Dobbio's penis Rob is going to be on Well, again, I didn't write this. This is somebody's <laughs> It's going to be in this book. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So that's what I have. Jeff, I don't know if you have anything else you wanted to say about that, but I, it was a great time. It, it was, was very cool. Super cool mm-hmm. of us. To allow Chris to let us play. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Chris. For <laughs> Chris, thank you. You're going to thank us. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. For, oh, thank you know, us for that. Bestowing our presence upon your face. Oh <laughs> boy. Is that, that's not a limerick. It. Is that a limerick? I just. I just, I just I was like, it's like it came like he like clenched his teeth and it still just came out. It just <laughs> fell know. right out. That word is blue. Okay. Well, let me talk about what I'm doing. Yeah, you guys go. can chip in. Okay. Don't spoil this, but I started watching The Queen's Gambit yeah, on Netflix, which is really good Wait, so far. How far are you? I'm only three or four episodes in. So okay. I'm not well, there's really only far. seven. So yeah. yeah. So, close. but it's it's great. And I, I when I watched it, I, I was like, Ryan has to be watching this. Chess is like his his thing. Yeah, I love it. It's my so fight. I did. I, I followed up with Ryan the other day, and I said that these have to be real moves, right? They have to have chess experts working on the show. Because yes, obviously they're moving like pawns in the right direction and the like these pieces yeah. in the right direction, but 
I was like, these have to be the the right opening moves, the right moves. Yeah. Some of the games they're playing are actually real games that were played between two other grandmasters, oh, like years like, re- and they just cool. like, yeah, it. yeah, like so. Some chess masters that I've watched on YouTube after have been like, oh, that was the game between Spassky and Lasker, yeah. and you know, yeah. like. And I don't love. It's not like you have to like chess to watch no. the show because so. Ryan actually watched it. And he, I was like, I don't want to watch that about chess. And, and then I, he was I, like, I No, agree. you'll like it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like a show. Yes, we, it's a I, show. We, with I watched it. And it was about great. chess. It was really I think good. it's the number one show on Netflix right now. Yeah, it might be on that. Yeah, that top. But it's mostly 10 about list. this girl's life. Her, yeah, and her ability to be she's very like good at this game. She's yeah, like, she's a prodigy. She's also. And I think maybe like I don't, I don't find chess <laughs> yeah. like I don't want to watch chess online. Like I don't want to do that at all. But I think it's awesome. I know you do. But and some people do, which might, you know. Either way might make you really love the show or not because who but knows. I, but I think what you're saying, yeah, it's not. You don't have to yeah. like yeah. chess at it's all kind of to like, like the show. Ryan, it's like Friday Night Lights. Yeah, Ryan related it to Friday Night Lights. Like I'm not a football fan, but like it's not about foot. It's about football, but it's not about football. Yeah. It's about yeah. the people. I like that someone. What I like about chess is that you can be that good at that. That like this woman in the show, you yeah. can be mm-hmm. so good at this strategic game. And I like that. And that, that's where I like even about like sports. Like I watch people who are good at sports. It's like just appreciate that that guy or yeah. woman is great at what the they're world. doing. And that like you watch the show and I'm like, okay, I don't know what, why she's moving this piece there or why this is happening. But I respect that like they're both incredible. At yeah. This and game. you understand that yeah. what she just did was amazing. Yeah. Right. So it's, a, it's a good show. Yeah. By so the way, watch it. And plus it, ha- it takes place in like the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for a woman to be yeah it wasn't in it like wasn't a, she's a basically thing. like a mostly a men's sport back then yep yeah she's fighting through some like discrimination yeah. for sure yeah um, but it's also a really great show with her and, so yeah, yeah. Oh, so definitely check it out i've watched it through twice now once oh by, by myself and then, and then we, i watched went through with natalie mm-hmm. and um i don't want to say it was better the second time but really? but but what I, what, I, what i do want to say is it was it was okay. I love because I mean I loved it the first time, so it was just as good the second time. But I, f- I almost felt like I appreciated it more. And I had just yeah. watched it, and so I watched it twice within like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. And it was so I, w- I would watch it again. Cool, I, it's that good. Yeah. yeah, we'll watch another one tonight. All right, I got two more things. Okay. One, sticking with TV. So mm-hmm. my son Jack is obsessed with a movie lately. <laughs> so he is he's sixteen months. He's one. Is it like Seinfeld okay. the movie? And <laughs> no, it should be. So that was his jam. That was awesome. So he was watching Seinfeld like he would watch like Seinfeld would go on. He would just stare at the TV and watch it. And he's he doesn't. It's not like he stares at the TV all the time. It's not like every movie that's on he's sitting and watching. Yeah. So he has been obsessed with both the Frozen movies. Oh, no. So I've seen Frozen one and two probably 10 times each because sometimes they're just on. And he gets I know he gets sucked in like the music and, and it's a good like the music is yeah, fun the music and it's, good, it does something to children under the it, age yes. of 10 Agreed. i don't know what it He's, does to them all just, children and i'll it. put other things on we'll like try like moana or monster zinc and it's just it's not the same he'll Ugh. watch it for five minutes like a normal one-year-old and then run around Ugh. but when frozen's on man he's like in the zone oh my yeah. gosh That's all right so on crazy. a different note on a gaming note yeah got some kickstarters in the mail nice i got all the new Chronicles of Crime stuff. Ooh, cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. So there's oh, 14, 19, and 24 because they're okay. separated okay. by 500 years. years. Yeah, okay. so you go back in time and back then you go in, in the time. future. <laughs> and then I got, have you got Fossilus yet? I no. just got it yesterday. What the? So you'll get it. Well, your mail sucks, so you'll yeah, probably it get it in like six fossilist? weeks. It's, the, it's this awesome game about digging for fossils. Yeah, and you like lift up you and like there's actually actual lift the fossils in there. Yeah. It's made by a kid's table. a while ago. Yeah. 
So Fossilis, I'm we'll report ago. back when we okay, play. Okay, sweet. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. It's coming soon. I can't yes. wait. Maybe it'll be here today. Yeah, it was kind of a surprise. I didn't I don't know if I just missed an email, but very cool. Yeah, it showed up. I have a one confession to make. Okay. A um a one confession. <laughs> so if you remember back in episode fifty three when I did the Macklemore rap. I do. Uh oh. Um, all right. So at some point, there's an age where your youngest oh, children <laughs> realize that you're saying a swear. <laughs> Mittens. <laughs> and it just happened with my four year old. She doesn't real. Okay. She didn't realize she's. So I, I was listening to my episode. Well, he played that for them. That's what it was. I just played the song in, like, in the car. That, that well, really hold on. Song just for, we're going to talk about just for Scarlett. <laughs> I know. And so she loved it. It's really catchy, you know? And so eventually, she's four now, so she starts memorizing the words. Yep. And there's one part in the song where well, there's a lot of vulgarities in it. Which it's not just one. It's a couple parts. There's a lot of parts. <laughs> well, there's one part in the song where I where I actually say... Piss, which is from the actual yeah. Macklemore song. Yeah. And so I'm in the car, picking up Scarlett from preschool, and she's like, Dad, I play that song, you know? And I'm like, okay. So I play it. And when it gets to, this game's fucking awesome. I say, really? This game's really awesome. Yeah, and I say it, it over. Yeah. 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 But so the, it ends, and she goes, Dada, my favorite part is when you is when he says, piss. And I'm like, oh, um, what? She's like, this is my favorite part, piss. And she's just saying it like, and I then say, you try to piss. And then I'm like, so later on, I'm, yeah. so I'm playing it. I'm like, oh, yeah, this. And she's like, no, 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 it's not this. It's piss. And I'm like, oh, no, it's my four-year-old is saying piss. Yeah, so that's rough. Um, okay, so last thing I want to talk about before we get to games is I unboxed. I got So Jeff just talked about games from Kickstarter he got in the mail. I got this game from Kickstarter as well called Paris from Game Brewer. And not I need to talk about the other Paris. Yeah, not yeah. Paris La Lumiere, City of the Beauty and the Beast. This is Paris. <laughs> it's just called Paris. Okay. It's a Kiesling and Kramer game, yes. right? Their newest one. I had to talk about something I found really funny and also a little head shaky. Like, nah. like what? The game <laughs> comes with a sleeve. Okay, box sleeves are a thing, right? Yeah, but it's not a box sleeve in the way that you might think it is. It's made to replace the shrink wrap in the game. Okay. To reduce garbage, which is cool. It's sure. it's, it's like no, less microplastics. Less or whatever, mi- exactly. Right? Less Good. micro. So the back okay. of the sleeve says, "We here at Game Brewer are trying to help the planet and reduce garbage and plastic and so forth." And so the box sleeve should be discarded and um, is provided in lieu of shrink wrap. Which again, super cool. Yeah. The only problem was the game was in shrink wrap. So it was the game was sleeved and then in shrink wrap. <laughs> yeah, the game but, was. But sleeved. it says this is not shrink wrapped. To save on garbage, but it was shrink wrap. Yeah, so, so in you, essence, you read that through the shrink wrap. Yeah, I read okay. it through the shrink wrap. So, because I'm, I'm like, oh, a box sleeve, and I'm like, but wait, the bo- the game is, you know how like when before you punch a game, sometimes the it, it's like yeah, bigger. The box yep. pops pushed out because of all the part, stuff to punch out. The, the derbish, but so now, so I read that and I'm like, wait a minute, they 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 inadvertently. Now created double the garbage. There's yeah. more garbage now than any yeah. other game because of that, and it doesn't stop there. Um, because you can't use that box sleeve. You can't use the sleeve as a sleeve. Because it's too big now, Yeah, now right? it's too big once you punch everything out. But so I'm like, okay, that's funny. There's extra garbage than they probably yeah. intend that. Then you open the box and there's 15 to 20 punch boards. And you're punching on all the components. And after you do that, you, you get to the bottom of the box and there's another set of the components in wood. If you got the Kickstarter version. So not only... <laughs> so they have like... <laughs> there's... 
like two quadruple the amount of, of, of components. There's this box sleeve. There's still shrink wrap. So they're trying to like they like specifically say we're trying to make the world greener by and this was this was by far the most garbage produced by any board game I've ever got. Seriously, was it was everywhere. Oh my gosh. It because I've seen really you know, a lot funny. of those, and I think Funko does it, and some of these other publishers are just doing the like stickers, right? Those little yeah. pieces of tape yeah, yeah, yeah. almost Blue on each Haven corner. Did that. Yeah, which that I'm like, okay, good, good plan. I don't love it because I, you know, I'm a little bit about like pristine condition, but Agreed. I, to to have less microplastics and less shrink wrap, cool. I'm good with it. Although it is, funny. but then it's just like the total yeah, opposite. Like it's the total <laughs> yeah. opposite. It's so <laughs> like they bad. even like they said something about it. That's what made it. Yeah, so yeah. that's what made it so like ridiculous. <laughs> so I need to talk a bit about Dan for a second. Dan is the man who ran with the plan to send me all of his Star Wars Destiny stuff. We honestly have been so lucky to have people send us stuff in the mail. We had Jim Gamer send us stuff. We had Lewis send us stuff. And now Dan. Would you like to be next? Then please join the Gamecasters <laughs> Benefactor Association, which is just us giving you games from our cool stuff or Amazon wishlist and you buying them for us and sending you an email telling you how awesome you are. Sound like something you'd want to do? Then please contact me with your credit card number at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com with your donation amount. Can we use Dan as a reference? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. All right. Let's get back to Dan. Dan has been such an incredible and gracious listener. He found us a month or two ago, and like most listeners, after having guzzled the sweet sweet addictive nectar directly from our teat has been completely assimilated into the family. If you play our audio backwards, it's just subliminal messages. <laughs> laugh, laugh, purchase, listen, download. <laughs> All right, back to Dan again. Dan is such an amazing listener. Ever since he found us, he's been interacting with us via email, Instagram, everything else. He's a barnacle to which, no, he's a lamprey feeding off of our, no, he's a tapeworm siphoning our life for, no, he's a fan. Listening, enjoying, and trying to give back. And for that, we are all so incredibly grateful. And now he's air conditioning. <laughs> he, was, he, was, uh, we were big, he was a big fan, and now he's an air conditioner. <laughs> we honestly do this show for nothing more than vanity of hearing ourselves talk. 200 of the 250 or so downloads we get each episode are just us listening back and fawning over ourselves. Uh, we don't do the show for monetary gain or for anything other than fun. So when someone reaches out and sends us something like a gift... It's such a crazy and strange feeling, I think, for all of us. It's like almost like a little guilt. You know what I mean? Almost like we don't deserve this. We don't deserve this kindness is how we, I think, I, I if I can speak I, for yeah, all of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's also so incredibly fulfilling to know and realize that if someone's taking the time out of their life to do this for us, then they must enjoy what we're doing. And that kind of flattery is terrible for our self-esteems, which are already overinflated from all the self-promotion we do every day. So, Dan, we <laughs> wanted to thank you from the bottom of our cold black hearts that you not only enjoy our show, but again, you take the time out of your life to purchase and send us gifts. And before I get into them, I figured I'd thank Dan by bestowing his own personal limerick onto oh, great. him. Ooh. Did you find this in the book or this did you was, like this one? No, this uh, was in the book. It was in the book. Of course it was in the book. <laughs> um, so this is for you, Dan. There once was a great man named Dan who loves those burritos. Oh, man. He buys us great stuff, but it's never enough, so get back to spending all you can. <laughs> all right, so... Jeff, did you want to mention or add anything or Natalie add anything about how awesome Dan has been? Oh. Dan is awesome. Yeah. 
And I, yeah, he's awesome. So awesome. And what I like, and what what you said about just you know you don't you, you don't have to buy us stuff for us to like you. You know, no, the but gift it helps. Of even, yeah, it helps. <laughs> yeah, it goes a long way. Helps. Um, <laughs> but the gift of even just like like talking to us, like I've talked yeah. to Dan on Instagram, he's and I've so talked nice. to so many people on Instagram. And every, like it's just awesome. It's awesome to be yeah. able to talk to people and 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 I gotta. Dan was even so I in the last episode I talked about my brother Joe who did uh, the event for Extra Life right and Dan was even gracious enough to reach out and donate to his Extra Life account and send Joe a game for just doing something cool I mean, and it's geez. just I know so, so if you want a free game contact Dan yeah. he's a fat guy eating burritos yeah he's awesome Dan we love you thank you well, so much he always says like he can't buy games for himself or something so yeah. he, like, he's not he's, allowed he gets I the think. same thrill yeah. for buy, by buying it for other people yeah and honestly as, as crazy as that might sound I think that is like that's like the coolest sentiment the, in the world. Yeah, the gift of giving. Right? Like, yeah. it is a great thing <laughs> feel good to, give. to give. When I ultimately Damn, finally do great. it one day, I will tell you how it feels <laughs> yeah. for me. Um, we got right, some so giveaways. What we got from Dan just recently was Trois Dice. Trois the Dice Game. I don't know what it's actually called. Trois Dice, I think. I think it's called yeah. Trois Dice. I think it's called Trois Dice. <laughs> is it called Trois Dice? Is it Trois Dice? Is it Jackal? Is it Jackal? It's Jackal. Is it Jackal? It's Jackal. Twad Dice. <laughs> Twad Dice showed up at our doorstep thanks to good old Dan, and I promptly played it twice, less than an hour after it arrived. Um, that means the game's amazing, right? Wrong. It's awful. Just kidding. But here's how it works. The game is a roll and write dice game in the Twa universe. It doesn't really feel like Twa other than the look, which is honestly enough to evoke excitement for me. Um, it's like when you hear a song and you instantly think of the movie like the Star Wars theme. You hear that. Yeah. Th- you hear that like, dun, 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 and you're like, oh man, this the artwork in Twa Dice works the same way because the Twa artwork is like awesome. there's nothing yeah. else like yeah. that artwork. So when you see that, you're kind of like, oh man, because Twa is really good. Um, so it's uh, it's really the artwork, I don't know. The artwork is awesome. It goes together like pizza and milk. Um. <laughs> Is that, mm, is that just me? Delicious. <laughs> I had a weird childhood. <laughs> it's really cool. So the components of the game are really nice with the reds, yellows, and whites you know from Twa. Uh, there's like the central circular board that has a rotating wheel on the top of it, which is the timer for the game. There are these discs that you place around the perimeter of the board, and these discs are in those same red, yellow, and white colors. Each color has an associated action that you'll write on your sheet. Um, how to take those actions is determined by the dice. The dice are awesome because they're large, chunky, and clear. Yeah. There's not too many cool games that, where there's clear dice. The reason they're clear is because when you roll them, you place them in numerical order on the discs around the perimeter of the board. So whichever colored disc a die is on is what color that die like becomes. Takes on. So yeah. if I place the one clear die on the yellow disc, that becomes a yellow one. Is this called Twad Dice? Uh, twa dice. Okay. <laughs> twa dice. Right, okay. Twa dice. Twa dice. <laughs> um, I don't know if that Twoist makes sense, dice. but basically, it's really cool. So, if I place a die on the, on the yellow disc, it's considered yellow for purposes of the yeah. right phase. This game is a bit of a heavier roll and write. Uh, think like Fleet the Dice Game if you've played that one. That's also kind of like a, a little thinkier roll and write game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice because there's so many roll and writes out there, and they're most of them are very light. Like very light, like a second chance. Yeah, you know, it's just which is good. You're it's a good right. game. Yeah, but they're they're usually like ridiculously light or crisscross, yeah. you know, or even cosmic even something run. like Quicks or Cosmic Run. Cosmic Run a little more, but oh, yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, but this one isn't really. I wouldn't say this is heavy. This is not a no, heavy game. I wouldn't say it's heavy. But it's much thinkier than most roll and write games. Basically, you have six columns on your sheet. Each column has a number from one to six, and that's the columns. 
uh, that you're allowed to take actions on depending on the dice you select. So if I take a number five, I have to take an action in the five column. There's also three rows. There's red, yellow, and white. And those kind of mimic what they do in Twa. Like the white is like end of game victory yeah. points. The yellow is like you get money or something. And the red is like military. Military, yeah. I think that's what yep. it was. That's what it is in regular Twa. And so if I take a red five, that goes, I have to now write something on the red five spot on my board. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's really cool. Um, the the game lasts eight rounds, and starting with round three, there's a die that basically kills off a section of your player sheet, which again mimics that that in the, at the very beginning of Twa, right? You roll the die, and then you have to like oh yeah take care of it mm-hmm. or something else. It starts to, yeah yeah you or, have to spend your dice to essentially yeah you got to like fight spend off your dice. the whatever. So yeah. in this game, it's basically there's a die that's rolled, and it, and it makes you cross off stuff on your sheet that you wouldn't normally, and so it, it hurts you. Yeah. Um. So it turns into a game of attrition mitigation as you're trying to score as many points as possible while trying to avoid the sections of your sheet that will be destroyed. At the end of the game, whoever did the best wins. The actions are mostly related to some sort of set collection mechanism, right? There is basically, um, like the white row is you just get, you get points based on what you've crossed off of other rows. It's, it's kind of a cool thing. All right, so there are definitely elements of toi in this. Like the die that destroys things on your sheet, the white color being endgame scoring, red military, all that kind of stuff. But it definitely did not feel like twat because there's no, there's no like dice drafting. You're not taking dice from from your neighbors. You're not buying them. You're not, you know what I mean. That me- mechanism, which to me is the heart of twat, is not in this one. Um, not that that's a bad thing. Okay, things I liked. I really love the way the game looks. As far as roll and rights go, this is possibly the one that has the best table presence. It's really cool looking in the middle of the board. Yeah. Um, there are some really interesting mechanisms in it that I really enjoyed. The attrition mechanism and how that could mess up your plans if you weren't careful. How you could spend dice protecting columns in that military column. But if you do that, that's like a turn you're not using to score points. Uh, but it could help you at the end of the game. I really liked how the dice were clear and took on the property of the color of those discs. That was very clever. I found it enjoyable. Things I didn't like. Rolling rights to me, they were like the darling a couple years ago. You know what I mean? There were so many of them. This almost feels like it it came out a year or two too late to capitalize on the popularity of Rolling Rights. People would just gobble them up. I don't know if this is going to be as popular just simply because of the the timing aspect of how it how it came mm-hmm. out. Um I, I kind of feel like like the novelty is maybe worn off on them. I don't get amped up for rolling rights personally as much as I did before. I was kind of like, oh, I can't wait to get these rolling rights. They're so cool. Yeah. Um, that's not a knock against the game, though. Uh, it might maybe against the marketing or whatever. But for me, I think with repeated play, this game will get very samey. I mean, same-z. Same-z. I think. <laughs> um, as you're really doing the exact same thing every time. There is something additional in the box we didn't play with. And... As of this very moment in time, I don't remember what it does. I'm guessing <laughs> it probably helps the replayability a bit. Yeah, because it adds it adds like a it's like a another variant that you can play. Oh, with. Oh yeah, wasn't there a thing? Do you remember? I don't remember that, but I remember you saying you can like uh, scramble like the numbers that you write at the top. That's a yeah. That's different than there's like additional components oh, that okay. come in, gotcha. and I can't remember what they do. Anyway, well, overall, personally, that. this is a really good game. It gives you the twa feel without feeling anything like twa. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make any sense? Uh, it sees the light of if it sees the light of day every, like once every few months. I think that's a winner, mm-hmm. you know. And so I, it will stick around in our collection yeah. because I think that's a reasonable expectation for this game. You're not going to want to play this ten times in a row when you first get it. If you do, I think you'll have seen it all. 
I think this yeah. is a game you keep in your collection for moments where you're playing with somebody and you're just like, hey, you got, we got 20 minutes. You want to try Twad Dice? Mm-hmm. Twad Dice game? Twad, twad Dice? Twad, twad Dice. dice. Twice. Colvatus. Twice. 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 Nice play, you guys want to play twice for a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Natalie? Um, I really liked it. I kind well, I mean, I know what you were saying about it coming out like late in the role, right? Fate, like Era. phrase, but I kind of disagree a little Thanks. bit personally. <laughs> not, I don't Let's disagree that it. it might not do as well because it's coming out later, but for me personally, yeah, I like the idea of rolling rights a lot and a lot of them we played were just kind of like okay and or i didn't really see me wanting to play it again yeah and i think because this one felt more like a game than like a filler i actually want to play this one. Oh, more. you do yeah i really liked this one a lot cool more, more than most of the other ones that I in your played. face right? in my yeah. face in my face <laughs> face yeah <laughs> my face cool. um let's see what i wrote <laughs> that might have been most of my thoughts wait this isn't straight off the brain that was straight off the brain, but now I'm seeing what I wrote. Oh, you lost I need place. to add to it. No. Um, I was going to say, yeah. it sounded real nice. Basically, okay, so you okay, want to play I said That's I like awesome. the weight and the decisions, and I actually enjoyed the randomness in this one. You know, randomness a lot of times is like a negative you're for right. me, and I kind of liked the randomness in this one. So you're, are you talking specifically about the, the die that hurts you? Or are you talking just about when you roll them and what numbers you get, all, or all of it Like together? all of it, okay. like... like you know, you roll, you pick a die and multiply and, you know, you like mark off a spot <laughs> and then you might roll a die, you know, and it hurts you. And I'm like, darn, I should have, you know, oh, I wish I would have like put something on that spot so I didn't lose that. But that, spot. that was and, fun for you. you. Know, but I thought that was fun and not like bad. You know, it wasn't a negative. I don't really like this game. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's thrice. Um. <laughs> thrice. Wasn't that a band in like the early 2000s? Thrice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think so. <laughs> Uh, okay, Jeff, you been playing anything? Yeah, I've been playing some games. What let you me, got? Let me tell you. I want to hear it. So I have been playing tell some me. games I've already played. That I'm not <laughs> awesome. going to talk a ton about, but that's good. I want to tell you that we played. So Devin and I played Trajan mm. for it was Woo. her first time for her one. inaugural playthrough of Trajan. One of your were most you sweating because games. this is one of your favorite yes. games? I was like nervous. I was explaining it. And I was like, like okay, like please. Well, like this, this isn't even one of your favorite felds. This is one of your favorite games. Yeah, this one right? I hate. This is so in the top thousand. For she, you. yeah, it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> like with a bullet, maybe like you even say. top three hundred. <laughs> um, it is. <laughs> she liked it. So Devin really liked Trajan, and it, it's gonna be played more with her so i'm she genuinely can, yeah i was no, she just gonna say can you it? tell the difference yes i can tell the difference she wasn't just mid-game when here. she was making decisions that she would like almost plan things and say okay well if i move these pieces here can i do this and then will that let me so her thinking through that process makes me go all right she's she likes the game though right. i will say about devon when we just said was she genuine devon will tell you yeah, yeah she'll just if she like, doesn't like it she'll just be like eh. Yeah. Yeah. Or she, not, right. I didn't she really probably like wouldn't it. say she liked yeah. it if she yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a few, uh, a week ago or so, we played uh, Lorenzo, Il Magnifico, Il Magnifico. which yeah. we, you guys talked about a handful of episodes ago. Yeah. Yep. And Great game. She loved that one too. So really? she, she wants awesome. that like in our probably- In the rotation? In the rotation of like our burgundy, just where cool. you know, we want to play a game oh, for an hour. How do you feel about that? Really I love Did it. You, I really Do you think she liked it more than you did? I think so. I think she really? liked it more than that. I, I can tell. Yeah. I know Jeff so well now. Um, <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. I and, and I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I could have used one, again, one more thing to do in the game. Like another thing. There is an expansion. So that, and that's. Which I have. It has another 
row of cards. Okay, another another tower. Yep, yeah, another okay. tower. Okay. And I think you get power. I think the uh, McMeeples have told me to get that also. Yeah. Okay. So we played it the first time. We both loved it like Devin did. Yeah. We didn't hate it like Jeff does. And then we <laughs> went and got the expansion. No, I'm excited. We so we're going to keep playing it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. We have it also on Steam. Oh, oh yeah. Jeff, we okay. bought it. So, so if Devin wants co- to play with us on Steam. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys, yeah. I'll let her play. <laughs> if I want to let her have a game yeah, check night. Out Steam. Well, because, you know, yeah. we, we could play it on stream at some point. Cool. Which would be fun. <laughs> um, but let's talk about a game that is brand spanking new. Oh, shit. This game is called Furnace. Oh, oh you heard of it? Oh, you mean Natalie? You mean the vaginal? Yep. Vaginal? Whatever. Natalie what did you think it was? Yeah, vaginal oh. cathedral. No, something. No, that was red cathedral was the answer. I think I got it written down. Vaginal temple. It's vaginal, vaginal temple. Yeah. temple. She was oh, like yeah. furnace? furnace. That was, that was really, really funny. funny. Partial I only credit. heard of it because you, you guys yeah. it made you guys talk in yeah. Russian. So um, Russian accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so furnace. I have to give a huge thank you to Hobby World who sent me the game from Russia. Uh, it's, wow. so there's a lot of, uh, big news that's been happening. I feel like every time I go onto Instagram, it's getting an, a release in another country. So it, this is now going to be, I think a worldwide game for the most part. Are you so, worried that it's sitting on your shelf, like spying on you? I know. It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah. I checked it. I like ripped it up. It's like in pieces on the ground, but it's getting so messing US, with the election. Yeah. <laughs> the U S release like crying. Like this box is dead. Uh, this box gone. is terrible. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Comrade Jeff, tell us more about oh, okay. Furnace. Okay. It's getting a U.S. release next year. So Arcane Wonders is going to oh, pick cool. it up and release it. So wow. they're a great company. Okay. Um, so Hobby World is who who publishes it normally. They're they're the first ones. And then they, I don't know how they, you sell the rights to Arcane or Arcane picks it up. I don't really know how that works. I think they distribute it. They're the U.S. distributor. Yeah, so they're going to distribute right. it here. Uh, it's a 2021 release. I don't know when. Um, I'll revisit it when it comes out because it deserves... To be seen by the Ooh. world. It looks so cool. I okay. want it. Sexy Jeff always Lorenzo. gets all the games I want. So, <laughs> I don't know if I liked it better than Lorenzo. It's so different. So He hates us too. Um, <laughs> Furnace is an engine. Do you guys want to eat anything? You want this? Uh, <laughs> Furnace is an engine building auction game. It <laughs> does Take play one to four. So you, there's a solo mode. Oh, okay. Um, Can you try that? Nope. <laughs> I forgot he hates it. Yeah. No, I don't oh, hate it. I know, like it. I know, I know. So uh, you are 19th century capitalists, of course, working to manipulate the market and manage your industrial empires. Ooh. Doesn't that just sound like an engine building? That game? just oozes sounds, Russia. Uh, it just sounds like it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I know. the the When you say the theme, you're like, cool, great game. Uh, yeah, I'd rather to be call it vaginal temple. Century. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when do we get to the motherland? <laughs> oh my god. So each player starts with um, a random production building and a capitalist, which I think you're gonna like this because it has a cool rule breaking power. Ooh. So you have one building to start with, and then a rule breaking lady that. or man to Love help. Love that. You. Um, you also start with these very cool. They're just like small wooden discs. Okay. Yeah. They're numbered one through four, and. They, it doesn't have to be sized differently, but they did, which I think was cool. So the four is bigger than the three. It looks, oh, yeah. you, you can kind of stack them. And you up. don't stack them, or you do? Um, you he don't have to, but they're just kind of cool that they're. That's cool. They're, they're yeah. Easily, you can see them if you're number blind. <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> In other words, you cannot count? <laughs> yeah, if you can't count. <laughs> oh, man. We have to write the timestamp on this down and cut this out. Oh my god! <laughs> we lost Ryan. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> he's a goner. <laughs> oh my god! So, 
Oh, Are you ready for more? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I'm so, that was, thank you for that. Okay, so the game is You're broken gonna, into... send you a letter. <laughs> a letter? A thank you note. With, a, bal- with a balloon. <laughs> oh, with man. a balloon. Oh, my God. That was funny. Uh, game is broken up into four fairly quick rounds. Okay, two phases, um, because this is an auction and engine building game. The first phase is auction, and the second phase... Action! ...is a- action, or right. production, or engine building, or whatever. That's how Princess of Florence was. Yeah, exactly. had an auction phase and an action phase. Oh, okay, yeah, same yeah. kind of thing. So... Uh, there's a certain number of production cars that get flipped out. That's kind of like the market. Okay, so with a certain amount of players, you flip out a certain amount of cards. <laughs> and <laughs> so we played with uh, three of us, and I think seven cards came out. And then everybody starts to bid. Okay, so number you go one, one by one. <laughs> you go one by one, and you take your disc, and you bid on one of these uh, production cards. Okay? Okay. So everybody places all of their discs on the cards. And then... I'm sorry. I mean, that was like the funniest it. thing I've that heard. That funny. Oh. Like caught us off guard. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. Can you imagine? <laughs> I, I see size, I, I but I, don't can't see, see I can't see well, the that's number. that's small, so it must that's gotta be, be one. one. Smaller. I can't recognize <laughs> numbers. Blurry. I can't recognize numbers. <laughs> all, the, all the numbers look like ones. I don't know. <laughs> uh, they're all yellow. <laughs> they're all yellow. <laughs> oh man i'm sorry jeff i'm sorry that's okay Continue. where should i go back to yeah i'm so sorry uh where should I you're bidding just, you said you okay. bid on production so you're bidding cards. on the cards so I'm you're taking your discs and you're placing one at a time in player order on the cards okay and once all the discs have been placed uh there's some rules you can't place the same uh number on the same card and you can't place the same color so you can't place two discs on the same one you can't place two okay discs. get it yep um once all the discs are placed, the get person... It, yeah, get, get it? it? Come on. <laughs> you're number blind. What are you, number blind? <laughs> 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 oh, you can't do it again. I'm like sweating. Oh, my I know. God. Okay. It's like warm down here. Oh, it's only 66 degrees down here, but we're all I'm like, like sweating. God. Okay, the here we go. emanating from Jeff's testicles is just <laughs> yeah, making man, it. Oh, God. Okay, go ahead. All right, so... <laughs> Once all the discs are on the cards, I don't even know. We're talking about furnace, by the way. <sighs> so if you're wondering, furnace. 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 All the discs are on the card. You're basically going to go in uh, card order from left to right, and you're going to... Uh, evaluate them? Uh, yeah, evaluate the cards. So if you have the highest bid on the card, you're going to win that card, and that's going to be added to your production, to your production line. Okay. If you don't have the highest... You are going to activate that card, and there's some resources or conversion on the top. Oh, so, so you might do that on purpose. You would, ab- you absolutely <laughs> should be doing that on purpose. So, for example, if if I put a four <laughs> on this, no, 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 I'm just, <laughs> well, yeah, what are you? you absolutely, <laughs> what? what do you Come think? on, man. So, um, I got real like, oh, I was an angry. Just hit me, and we're all exciting. So if I play, better a, fucking do that, yeah. idiot. <laughs> so if I played a four on a card, um, Natalie played a three, Ryan played a two. Ryan, you would activate the card first, and you would get the number that you played times the resources that are on there. So you, if it was a steel card, and it has two steel on the top, you would get four steel. Natalie would get six steel because it times by the number, and then I would get then get the card. I so you. I don't get any resources, but I get the card okay. in my in my production line. So I get to steal cards later. Um, no, what? steal like a steel beam. Oh, like oh steel. I know. <laughs> okay, uh, that was just a joke. Anyway. The, so oh, Natalie then gets it better than me, right? Because she gets three times. Yeah, she would get three times. So your three would might be somewhere else to either win a card or here's what they call this. So when you do this, the, like okay. the two and three, you guys would be getting compensation. Yeah, oh. what, you, and, and you like have Burger to demand. You have to demand, demand the yeah, compensation. Yeah, demand it. So you get the you get the compensation. Did you so talk about this when you were playing it? <laughs> you're yeah. like, I demand yeah. compensation. Yeah, we were. 
So that's funny. Uh, yeah, the lower joke. ones will get resources, but oh. the the bigger one, the, if whatever number you win it with, will get the card. Like I won a card with a one once. I was trying to like get the resource. Oh, and nobody needed, put, and, anything, and no one put on. anything on there, oh, yeah. so I win it with a one. Which you know, yeah. that's just kind of how it goes. So once huh. all the cards have have gone through, and either people have taken them or they're discarded or um, they're you know been been given compensation, um, <laughs> then everybody kind of simultaneously will run their engine, okay? In, in whatever order you want, you activate these different cards, and the cards, what they'll do is they'll give you one of the three resources or multiple, so there's three different kind of resources. It'll give you those resources, and then you're attempting to try to turn those resources into other resources, possibly into other resources, into money, okay? You want money. Some of them <laughs> will just say, two steel will get you $2, so you turn in two steel and you get two bucks, some okay. of them will say is the money like, bigger too because what if I'm number <laughs> yeah I know well, they are <laughs> are they yeah. really the I money is so. Oh, wow. so as they thought of everything yeah <laughs> and you know you can uh, some cards will let you upgrade other cards and you flip it over and it gives you a little better transaction so now you can turn two steel into two dollars twice so it'll act, you can activate the thing two more times sweet um, there's some rules about once you start activating a card you have to finish it um, it is it's really really crunchy. So you play four rounds, okay. getting cards, activating your cards, and you tr- you want to, by the end of the game, turn everything you have into money. So the and most money, money at wins. the end of the game wins. Okay. And That's it's, cool. it, cool. we played it in 45 minutes. Oh, wow. It's wow. a short That's game. Quick. Yeah. So it says 30 to 60 on the box, and that I think that fits what right What was the weight like? Um, I would, the, the rules are simple. The rules, you know, I could, you could teach it in 10 minutes. Simple but rules, But it's just crunchy. Yeah. It's crunchy to think about, Decisions. all right, how am I going to get you know, the most money out of my engine, you know, and then looking at the board and you're looking at the, the ring of the string of cards and going, all right, I need, if I can get two steel here and I can get that card, that'll let me take those two steel, turn it into coal. And then I can turn the coal into oil. And then I can, turn, you know, it's like all that kind of running through your head makes it, makes it a little heavier. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't think it would be rated very like heavy, heavy. on board game geek, Let's but see. it's, I think it comes along with just it being so, kind of trying to figure it all out yeah and at some point you just have to like Sounds pull cool. the trigger and just do it why yeah. is it from Ru- is it like a russian designer i have no idea the designer is ivan lashen yes so yes <laughs> so what does it say for weight probably like two two something okay. two even and that's oh okay and i would say yes for rules so, and oh explanation and is light. perfect and then for crunchiness it's 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 a little heavier than that here's the artist Sergey Dulin, Marta Ivanova, Ilya Konovalov, Oleg Yurkov, and two more. Boom. And two more. <laughs> and two more? I know, I know and two yeah. more. He doesn't play a lot of games. Vadim Um Then it says Sergey Fedorov, Vladimir <laughs> Konstantinov. Those are my favorites. So I love the auction mechanic. I think the auction was really cool. I love the idea that you win a card with the highest, but you don't get any benefit from that card, but it, it's now in your production. And I love the idea that you like Ryan said. You purposely want to play something to get the resources. Yeah. yeah. So if Ryan puts a four on that card, I'm like, awesome. Like, now yeah, I can put, put a three, three yeah. on it, and I'm going to get six steel or coal or an money. oil. Some of the cards even <laughs> let you convert before, you know. So my like to the, Judaism. Yeah, yeah. You can convert <laughs> oh wherever you want. So it's it's really cool. And um, normally it's like a long. It is. Together. It's crunchy when you're trying to do. <laughs> <The Torah. laughs> What's wrong with it's you? crunchy when you're trying to figure all this stuff out in front of you and trying to move things around. There's a variant in the game that you can play where you just, whenever you get a card, you have to add it to your line, your engine line in order. So you can take oh. it and then you either put it at the front end or anywhere in the middle. And then during production phase, you have to run it from left to right. Okay. Oh, gotcha. So gotcha, gotcha. what that does is I think it, it 
increases the strategy of wh- where you're going to play. Absolutely, yeah. because but I'm also, getting this before I'm getting yeah. that instead of after. Ooh. It also, from what I read and what I think, it'll it'll lessen the AP of like, now you just have to run it this way. So I have to run it from left to right yeah. versus the regular oh. version. You can pick where, how, to, how run to run things. Um, so I think there's the production phase will be a lot quicker. Though, does the time need to be cut down if it's only no. 45 minutes? No, I don't think so. Do you, Interesting. Uh, did you play with four people? Play with three. Did they like it? Yes. Cool. Yeah, and I think everybody kind of felt the same where it's like, man, this is... It's good because the decisions are tough. It's tough to make these decisions and and then figure it all out. Yeah. Like, you know what you want, but, oh, do I have, like, and then if you're just one short, it might throw off all your plans. It's a bummer you don't want it anymore. I guess we'll just take it. Yeah, I guess you can just take yeah, it. Yeah, I guess so, so. You can just get it in 2021 if you want. Yeah, yeah. I'll just, I'll, I'll get the Arcane Wonders one. <laughs> yeah. So, overall, really enjoyed Furnace. I would play it again. Uh, maybe I'll make it next week or maybe next time we record, I'll just bring it over and we can play it. Cool. Uh, I like this like new thing of playing games. Before yeah. We're playing we games now. Before we yeah. played a game before. I'm which not we'll, golfing. No, I we'll talk about it next episode. Yeah, we'll talk about it next yeah. episode. Because I still have a backlog. Yeah. Well, last and week we played the jetpack. Joyride. Jetpack Joey. It's a kangaroo. <laughs> Little kangaroo, just like <laughs> wee in a jetpack. Yeah. <laughs> and we also played Tag City. That's right. Yeah. So I think Furnace could be a good way. You know, there's so many times at game night where we're, we have like an hour left, and it's it's a hard. You know, do you just play a bunch of little? You play quicks twice, do you? Yeah. Play, you know, so yeah. this yeah. this could be a good one to end game nights. Mm-hmm. I would say there are people who are not going to like this game. If people don't like taking resources and turning it into other resources and trying to figure that game out, don't don't play furnace. Yeah. Like that's, I know people that just don't like that. They don't like, yeah. Well, why am I taking this to turn into that to then do this? Yep. Yeah. People don't yeah. like people that. don't like that. So yeah. if I if like you that. don't like that, because I I really do. If you don't like that, this is not your. It can game. be so satisfying personally to yes. pull it to off. Be like, oh yes, mm-hmm. it works so perfectly. Yeah. So I think the unique auction mechanism is what's going to probably make draw people to this a lot, um, and then the crunchiness of the production. It's good. And cool. The art is awesome. Yeah, the, is really the box cool. cover the is box one of the cover coolest. Is yeah, box it's just covers. really like it's almost like elegant. Like you look at yeah. it, and you're like that Maybe is Meeple that's a classy a, looking a, box, a right? And that's not something you often picture. say about the motherland. Yes, <laughs> Russia is just a classy a country. Classy. <laughs> Unless you're Russian, then we love you and thank you for listening and downloading. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Feel free to send us games. <laughs> Don't send me to the I like your pass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was furnace. Awesome. So recently, Natalie and I did our designathon challenge with Stefan Feld and played all of his games that we owned. I was pretty satisfied with it, and before I was really aware of Castles of Tuscany and Bonfire, I wasn't actively looking to add any more Feld games to the collection. Well, since I've been doing this polyomino pilgrimage, I sought out Amerigo, a Feld game I've stayed away from over the years due to a couple of facts. Number one, it's ugly. (laughs) Number two, it's gotten mixed reviews, the former being the main reason. I just always found it very hideous oh yeah the map just being like this boring archipelago type thing of blue and green the game always intrigued me though what with the cube tower which is what i love yeah. about shogun and the polyamino tiles natalie must say something right now what no, do you got I was, just, I was remembered making a joke and i found it about amerigo yeah it's i think it arrived I told you that there's a packet on the porch for you. A packet? A packet, <laughs> a packet on the porch. You got a packet. And I said, what's your package? And you said, Amerigo. And I said, well, Amerigo and get it. Oh. And then he didn't even LOL you. like a jerk. Oh. So hopefully like, someone out there. It was funny. I thought it was hilarious. I, I meant to LOL. You didn't even respond to it. Because that's a dad joke. And I like that kind of yeah, stuff. That's... No, you are. You're killing it lately. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I stayed away because of the mixed reviews and the fact that it is ugly. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um. And it's big. Well, I am so glad that this polyamino journey that we're on led us here because I have to tell you that this game is fucking incredible. <laughs> it is 
fucking incredible. <laughs> Every fucking, fucking second awesome. I was playing this fucking game was a fucking riot of epic fucking proportions. Wow. I fucking loved dropping the cubes in the fucking wow. tower. I fucking loved figuring out which fucking actions to take. It was just a great Are fucking experience. I fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah. Here's how it fucking plays. Oh my god. Right. Is this the rest of the explanation? <laughs> the game takes place over five rounds, and in each round you take seven actions. Each action is tied to a certain color of cube, which does a different thing. You can sail your ship around the board with the blue cubes, buy polyomino tiles with the red cubes, place them with the green, buy technology tiles with brown, so on and so forth. So to determine how many action points you get to spend on each action is dependent on the highest number of cubes that emerge from the cube tower. So basically, if you're in the first phase, you dump all of the blue cubes into the tower. The tower was seeded with cubes during setup, and some number of them got stuck inside. So if you don't know how a cube tower works, there's a few games that that use this, like Shogun or Wallenstein or uh, Amerigo. There's others, I'm sure, as well. Basically, it's a dice tower, except a dice tower on the inside has ramps, right, that the dice fall down. Trickle through. A cube tower has shelves. And so when you drop the cubes in, there's holes in each shelf, but some of the cubes, by random chance, will get stuck in the cube tower. And so then when you place other cubes in that cube tower, it knocks and jostles some of the ones that were stuck in there before loose and they come out and that creates the random element of like a die roll, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. So I know how cube towers. So you will get when you when you dump those blue cubes, and you will get some number of cubes that come out. Say you dumped five blue cubes in there, and four blue, two green, a red, and a white came out. You take all those cubes out and then assess them. You say, okay, there's four blue cubes. That's the most. So that means each of us get four action points to spend. You can then decide what color action you want to apply those action points to. So you had four blue. You don't have to take four. You don't have to take the blue action. Even though you only had two green, a red, and a white, you could take four white actions. Okay, so that means we can take four action points in either blue, green, red, or white. We get to decide, and it's the best thing in the world (laughs) deciding this. Because all the actions are awesome. They're usually all very good for you. So deciding whether to spend the action points moving your ship to explore or to use them as red to buy more polyamino tiles is a great decision point. And that happens every single turn of the game, other than the turns where only one color comes out, which doesn't happen that often. So the game has a lot of similarities to other Feld games, and just playing this, man, it felt so fucking Feld, didn't it? Yeah, it just felt it like, felt it was like, Feld. this is the Feldiest Feld I've played. Yes. Um, you score points for filling up islands with polyamino tiles, and the earlier you do that gets you more points, like Burgundy. Mm-hmm. The tech tiles felt a lot like those yellow tiles in Burgundy. The cube tower was so much fun. It didn't really feel like anything, but it also still in a, some weird way did. You know, it felt like in a lot of Feld games, he's got random elements that don't feel random. Mm-hmm. Like, again, I'm going to take Castles of Burgundy. You roll the dice and what you roll it, it's not inherently better than anything else, right? A one is not right. better than a six. Right. It's just those Depends are the actions what, you can take and yeah, you can modify. What you want. This is the same thing. It's like you roll a bunch of colors. You could get like, oh, I really needed to take this action if you plan poorly enough. But it still feels yeah. like there's always something good you can do. Yeah, because a lot of times like, you know, you're trying to make a decision and you're like, oh, I don't know. Should I take blue action or should I take red action? And you're like, well, red's coming up in two turns and I'm pretty much guaranteed to be able to take that action. You know, so like yep. nothing feels like you're going to miss out. Right. Agreed. 
And putting the cubes into the cube tower. Oh my god, that was so fun. That was just so fun. Like, and they all come out like, oh, here's what we get to do. The game might have been the most fun to play out of every Feld game I've played. Like, pure fun. Honestly. You and Castles Burgundy? Yeah, so Castle Bur- the enjoyment I get from Castles of Burgundy is, is different. It's not just like joy. Like, I'm not just like, wow, this yeah, is cool. He was, but in Amerigo, fun. it's like, oh, wow, I can't wait till it's my turn. I can put the cubes in. Yay. Like, like, it was like that stuff. kind of giddy <laughs> stuff. It, it gives you enough to chew on, though, uh, even though I'd, I'd say it's lighter than something like Trajan or Bora Bora. But it's yeah. not the same weight as Castles of Burgundy, I think. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe a little lighter, yeah. but it's about that same yeah. weight. Here's what I liked. Um, a lot. I liked a lot. <laughs> like I said, it's not going to go. It was just pure fun playing this. Picking up the cubes, dumping them in the tower each turn was just really giddy fun. Figuring out which actions to select each turn was almost the same amount of fun. You got all these different actions to take. Oh, I got five action points. I can take brown, blue, green, or yellow. Oh, my God. You know, it's like, what do I do? Some of the actions were more interesting than others, to be sure. But they were all necessary and felt fulfilling. Other than this one action, which we only played wrong because we got a rule wrong. We were supposed to sweep the leg and we didn't. That's the only reason we didn't take that one action oh, more right, than right, not, yeah. right? Um, Yellow. So while there were moments in this game where I took a few minutes to decide what to do, never did I feel like I had no clue or what to do next or, or like it was hard to get. It felt very much, and Natalie mentioned this during the play, it felt very much like Castles of Burgundy where it flowed really well and it was just pure fun and I loved it. It was, it was hard without being difficult. Yes. Which may make no sense but I, I think if you've played it you'll understand what that means what i didn't like all right this game is an eyesore <laughs> <Yeah>. it's <laughs> not fun to look at it's ugly which it also shares with another game called U-G-L-Y. castles of burgundy <laughs> and maybe every other one oh my god i actually wrote that in here you did this game is u-g-l-y and it doesn't have an alibi <laughs> it's just a feld staple at this point well, though with the ugly stuff honestly <laughs> i think if feld games looked as nice as uve rosenberg games it might be much harder for me to decide which one is my boy the production wow. quality and artwork wow. hurt it that much for me in terms of like where I place it in the pantheon of greatness. Uh, the box is also enormous, which is not a big deal for us. The only reason it's like that is because the cube tower. It's exactly like Shogun. We talked earlier. It's yeah. like it's like people at Queen Games were like, hey, we got about 50,000 of these cube towers left. What do we do? I know. Let's call up Stefan Feld. Hey, Feld, can you design a game around this cube tower? We got 50,000 of them. Sure. Yep. Sure, bro. Yep, done. No worries. Um it's got one of those large, like, coffin size, size boxes that's really kind of antiquated coffin? now. Yeah, that's, that's like, a, a thing. Oh. Um, I guess Tidal Blades is another one that has a big box. But anyway, yeah. that's a nitpick. Other than those complaints, there wasn't anything about our play that I didn't, that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Like, there wasn't anything I was like, well, I wish this would be like that. There was nothing like that. I didn't have any complaints. A way I know I like a game a lot, and I'm, this is obvious, but this, for me, happens when I like a game a lot, is when I... When I speak about how much fun I'm having during the game. Yeah. Right? We Natalie and I both said this on like the second turn of the first round. We were just both like, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were even explaining the rules and before we even started, and I was like, I'm gonna like this game. Yeah. <laughs> it was re- so that said, I place this directly under Castles of Burgundy as my wow. in my Stefan Feld. I'm gonna have to redo my hundred point yeah, system. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. I would stupid. rather play this than possibly any other Feld game, including Castles of Burgundy. Wow. I might just like because I I look at the, I'm like this was so it, Jeff. It's just so fun. <laughs> it's just fun it and is. it's quick and it's it's light. It looks huge and boring and and it's, it, not, it's not. It's like ugh. all right. Quickly, I want to mention the polyomino aspect before I get Natalie's thoughts. Um, 
I said the same thing about Princess of Florence. This game doesn't really feel like a polyamino game. It's got polyamino tiles in it, and you're using them to fill up spaces on your island, but... It could have been any shape. It could have been anything. We just played a game before the yeah. podcast was recorded that was definitely... That definitely felt like a polyamino game. Yep. Yeah. This game, Amerigo, doesn't really feel like that. There's not like... In most polyamino games, the one we just played included... Part of what I enjoy and love about that the polyamino part is figuring out how to place them to where they fit. It's not hard to do that at all in this game, mm -hmm. in Amerigo. It's super easy, and so it's not really a thing you consider. The fun in Amerigo is more centered around the cube tower, the actions that you're right. taking, um, how to maximize points, which are, you know, the polyamino tiles are necessary. Necessary, that's a word, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. but it's um, not all about those. It's not like, all about RL or Miyabi. It's or not whatever. a pure polyamino yeah, game, sure. which is how I defined it before. So, what do you think, Natalie? Oh, well, if you couldn't tell, I loved it too like so much. It was wow. so awesome. It seriously, really I'm not even kidding. It felt, else. it felt just like Castles of Burgundy. Like, you know, the feeling that we get and the reason that we love that game so much yes. is just it felt so smooth, it felt fun, it felt like interesting and like ryan was saying it felt like difficult in like a good way so when you're making decision decisions you're not just well, you're right decisions <laughs> decisions <laughs> <laughs> when you're making decisions you're not like oh i have no idea what to do you're more like oh my yes. god do i do this or this they both yes. sound awesome i don't know which one to pick and so like that makes yes. it so fun and good call and i agree i mean we we're like sort of you know unofficially ranking it last night and i i might put i was wait trying, so this is unofficial let's just unofficial. make it for me, this for me i was struggling okay. between to me. make it before or after trajan it's I, hard when I, you have that just play in your yeah. brain you almost need to play them i agree in a row, like, you're right the only reason i think it might be before trajan is because it doesn't have any sort of like finicky thing or like oh if i would have just put this here you know or oh now i'm kind of stuck it doesn't really like have that God, that's what I love about Trajan. And that might be like the only reason it would be above Trajan. But okay. um, oh, I agree with you. I told Ryan this morning, we played it last night at like nine o'clock. And this morning we woke up and I was like, we should play it again. Like Man. if Natalie didn't want to just play it again, like right now, I would send it home with you and have you just bring it back for next episode. <laughs> yeah, because but you're gonna play it again. I we'll, we'll play we'll, it today. <laughs> I can buy it. On I guess Amazon we're playing it for today. Sixty four dollars. So I do. I look on the Geek Store. That's where I bought it. I bought it on yeah. the Geek Store for like thirty five or forty. And like bucks. if Devin likes Castle of Burgundy and you like Castle Burgundy, I, I do. Pretty. I feel strongly that I'm right to guarantee that you guys would like. This. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't personally. I don't think you're gonna like it better than trajan i think trajan yeah but you're i think you like, like trajan more than we like trajan i'm, I'm hoping Correct. we're not like yeah. pumping it up so it's much right. that you're gonna be like i pump games up all the time i'm like nervous about down. a lot of games you guys are about to play i'm nervous about like trismegistus and some of these other ones that i can't wait i still I can't pumped wait. Up. but I know. Do, this i agree with natalie this is i think a slam dunk for yeah. you wow. and Devin specifically okay. like like i said I'll like how many times do i like listen to rules and i'm like I'm going to like this before we even start. Yeah. Like that doesn't, you know, usually I listen to the rules. Well, it like, also okay. has happened a couple ways. And after the rules were over, you were like, I thought I was going to like this. And I don't. Yeah. yeah. This one was, so, dude, it was thumbs a thumbs up. Knocked cool. it. It's a home run. America. That's America. 
Yeah. Maybe I'll Amerigo get it, Natalie. Amerigo <laughs> and get it. Oh. Hey, good one, Ayo. Jeff. <laughs> what else you got, man? You got anything else? Yep, I got a game called Agizia. Oh my gosh. How Shifting Sand. Akitoka. E G I Z I A. Okay. Akitoka. So this is by Akitoka. Or Akitaka. 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 This is uh, the same crew that made uh, Coimbra. Oh, and, um, you like the other games? Lots of other games. Lots of other games. Lorenzo. Uh, they had a hand oh. in Grand Austria. I don't oh, think it's that exact, but yeah, it's a, the, some variety Those of this. Alma mater, or whatever. Alma mater. They did alma mater. So yeah. this is um, this is a, a updated version. Okay, I mean, so Agizia came out in 2009. <laughs> this is Agizia Shifting Sands. This is an updated version that came out, I think, within the last year, cool. and. Uh, so the same crew made it in 2009. 29. Yeah, 29. <laughs> the same crew made it, and now they, you know, it's just an updated one. They had a Kickstarter. Uh, in the Kickstarter, I think you could have gotten the old game as well, but I, Why I think people are. It was. I think the board was two sided. You can play on the old board oh. if you wanted to. Oh, okay, I see. So anyway, uh, what you're doing is you have to imagine the board is the Nile River. Okay. Oh. That's you're, the longest river in the world. Is it in Egypt? Wow. That's an interesting fact. That leads it maybe into our Instagram inbox topic. Oh, and maybe <gasps> our game. What? Are you serious? Oh, my God. Oh, my Full gosh. Circle. Let's talk about the Nile. <laughs> so imagine the board is the Nile River, and that's where you're mainly focused, okay? You are placing boats up or down the Nile River, I guess what? Boats and hoes. Do you go down a river? <laughs> you go down a river, right? Not up. You can go up a river. You upstream go, or downstream? Yeah, we're going go downstream, downstream because I don't believe we're going to... Yeah. So you're placing boats downstream, okay? And it has a Takanoko or... Not Takanoko. A Takedo or high-rise feel where you can go as far yeah. as you want, but you, you can never go, go back. backwards. Okay. okay. So... It's like real life. As you... Yeah. As you flow <laughs> down the river... And say flow a couple times. <laughs> you uh, you place your boat on yeah on a whole <laughs> bunch of different spots. So I'm gonna take my turn. I'm gonna I'm gonna flow down the river and I'm gonna put my boat on one of the spots. Okay. So the spots are there is uh, cards that run down one side of the river and the cards have cool like they'll give you like special abilities like cool powers for the rest of the game. They give you production for later in the game. Some of them have like immediate actions. There's a bunch of different cards. Those get switched out every single round and come out randomly. Um, on the board so that's like huge variability the other side of the board had these like little tiles and a lot of times they help improve the strength of your workers they help move the uh the it's called like the nile flood and i'll tell you what that means in a second so the there's tiles on the other side of the board so there's cards and tiles so you take the cards the tiles just activate something which also the tiles come off the board and you shuffle them up and then those are random every single um round as well huh and then toward the middle and bottom of the board, there are these uh, monuments. So you can also decide to put your boat at these monuments. Okay. And what the, the hard part about this is there is always one less spot than there are people. So not everybody can go to. Oh, monuments. yeah. You showed me a picture of that. All the other places. Yeah. All the other places are only one person. So only one boat can go to that card and you take the card. How many and hoes? That spot's gone. All of them. All okay. the hoes. Okay. Yep. yep. Um, and then same thing with the tile. You Once you go to a spot, it's, it's closed. So. Um, once everybody has placed their boats all the way down the river, you can place up to eight. Um, I think only maybe once or twice did did we have to place all eight because at some point you're working right halfway down the river. You might play one there and then oh, I see. you can't play like yep, all sure, eight, right? For sure. Um, once that's done, then you, then you work on uh, – you produce. So some of the cards you've gotten has production on it and you're producing stone and you're also producing food. So you have to then feed your workers, which oh. I know sounds, some people hate feeding your workers, but 
Um, it's done very easily. You're not actually taking physical resources and adding them to a pile. You're just looking at the number that you produce and the strength of your workers. Okay. And you also, have to have more than that. You also have to consider if it was designed originally in 20, 2009, yeah. then that was the thing. Yeah. To, right? Agricola yeah. came out around then. That was that feeding your workers was the way to do yeah. stuff. So if I if I produce ten corn, whatever it is, and the strength of all four of my workers total eight then I'm good, right? Okay. So then you just move on, yeah. right? There are certain tracks that will help you out in that. If you don't get those, you lose some points, but I don't want to get too crazy. Anyway. Sure. So yep. you feed your workers, and then you look at each of the spot and the building zones on the boards. So there's three building zones, and you go from top to bottom, and then you are, uh, the, the people that are there can decide to start building these monuments that are there. So the monuments are kind of cool. There's, there's an obelisk, there's a pyramid. Uh, the new part of the board is this colonnade, I think it's called a colonnade. Lemonade. Lemonade. Yep. Oh, Liz Lemonade. No, it's a <laughs> um, Liz yeah. Lemonade. Oh, a colander. Sorry, it's a colander. Oh. <laughs> and so what's cool about this, so when you're producing stone and you have the strength of the people, so let's say I want to bring eight stone to uh, to the obelisk, right? I I have to have the strength in my worker in order to carry the stone to that spot. Okay, physical so then, strength. Yeah, so the physical strength. So then that worker has to be flipped over and he can't then be used on maybe the next part of you the get thing. it now so it's natalie one yeah finally natalie, get totally it. understand yes. okay so you're spending not only the stone but the strength <laughs> to build in these different areas okay right yep love it um and so you do this five times down the river so there's just five so that then it resets so you, you place your bricks you're getting points for every brick you place in all of these different pyramids and obelisks and colonnades as you move through you know the the obelisk you're getting you're getting just straight points. If you move around this colonnade, which are just like smaller pillars, uh, you can hit points where you get um, special powers or abilities for the game. Oh, I think now is you're at a restaurant um, and the waitress is like, what do you have to drink? And you're like, can you make him a colonnade? A pink colonnade. And she comes over with a colander and just pours lemonade through it into your glass. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Very refined. Pulpy. Yeah. <laughs> refined. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so the different um, the different pyramids or different uh, buildings all kind of work a little differently and score slightly differently. And then there's a spot at the bottom that also can give you like cards, and you get cards that will uh, score end game points. So if you get to the if that's the, cool, the, yeah, the last one is end game points. And then you go down the, the river five times, and that's it. And then you you total up points for majority in certain areas and all these little things that we don't have to get into. But um, it was good. Yeah, I. Cool. As I was playing, I'm excited it, about it. As I was Are playing it, it, I I, I don't have it, it coming. Oh, yeah, I'll I could just bring it. In two weeks. Um, we'll swap for a marigona. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if Natalie will let you. <laughs> yeah, so, I what I, I liked know. is the decisions were were very difficult sometimes for for me to make, which I liked because I want to put my uh, my boat in every single one of the spots. Yeah. I want yeah. everything on yeah. the board. <laughs> That's okay? what I like. I like so, that kind of stuff. Because, yeah. and, and realistically, you have to look at like, all right, I'm not going to go all the way down the river on my first spot, right? On my first boat, I can't go all the way down the river because yeah, I can you have never take to do. anything. So you got nothing to in do. the first six spots, what do I want the most? And then it's like, well, not only in these spots, I then have to wait two, three people. Right, what are they going to do? If they then take both the building spots, I can't build in that spot anymore. I can't build the pyramid this round, and that sucks. So now, do I just go to the pyramid and pass up on these production cards or pass up on these tiles? And I really liked making that those decisions or looking at what other people had and go, well, you know, he does, maybe Bill doesn't have enough stone to to build in this area. Let me, let me wait. Or, you know, there was one time where both, I think Bill and I kind of were at the end of the the river and Joe could then place kind of three and take all the last yeah. three spots. Bill and I, um, but it was, I, I liked that. I liked the tightness of making the decisions and then having to pass up something good. I, I like that feeling a little bit. I like yeah. the feeling yeah. of, okay, 
did I make the right choice? Yeah. It just like those are the best kinds like of decisions. Yeah, good so that you don't lose out on something. <laughs> That yeah. might not be available Dude, like, that's anymore. part of what we yeah. loved about Amerigo. You have all these actions you can take, and you're sitting there like, all of these are good. Like, yeah. Oh, but man, if I when I take I this one, I'm I'm not taking those three. It's like, like, oh god. It's trying to weigh like, all right, I want this because it's awesome, but I need this one. I need to be able to build. That's yeah. how I'm gonna get points. So do I do I skip it? Or do I take a chance? I, I Agreed, really dude. liked that. Mm -hmm. And we were all like, when we were playing, like standing up and looking and being like, oh, really? Yeah, so that was kind of cool. Fun. Yeah. I, I love it. the variability. So if it was going down, yeah, you're going down the same Nile River every time, but the cards on the side are different. And they're they're not only like, they don't go in the first spot in the first round every time. They literally, You literally shuffle them up. So next game will be a completely different first round than the first round that I played. Okay. So I really like, and the tile, same thing. You shuffle up tile. So every spot is different in every single game. So I really like that. Uh, like I said, I, I love the, like the fun, the risk reward kind of thing that we were just talking about. Um, I thought the art was, is a huge upgrade from the last, uh, from the first edition. Yeah. I think the board was like, is great looking. It looks so um, good. Look yeah. It, up, it yeah. looks really, it looks so, yeah, so the look good. is very cool. I wanted that game for, a yeah, I think, time. I think, People need to play it because it's it's Can you really play good. It, would it be good two player? I don't know. So that was one of my things mm -hmm. that I I've done some research and I looked because you're not getting each other's way as much. You're right? not getting each other's way as much. I know you have to block off a bunch of different spots. There's like very specific two player rules. I haven't played oh. a two player and I don't know if I'm going to bring it out just two because I've even read some things where people just like you're almost too nice and people just like then go back and forth down the river and just take everything oh, okay. and it's like well that's not that's not like fun yeah, yeah so I, as you're explaining it, i'm kind of like i don't know if this would be good for for yeah us it might not be a great sense. two player so that was one of the things that i've read i can't vouch for that i i also think at the end where you're taking some cards um that you have to build the cards. so like you have to provide the stone and the strength to take cards mm. but you can lock into some points you can pick up a card that hap you happen to be like i'm done or i'm almost uh, done with that uh the that, takinoko syndrome yeah that doesn't bother me a ton uh i've read some people don't necessarily like the breakdown of the cars there's a lot of cars that focus on some of the buildings and not some of the other ones but i didn't go through the cards and count how many have the pyramid in it or how many of that but yeah i don't mind lucking into points because it's not like you get that card every time it's not like you get a free card all the time you still have to pay the stone and you still have to pay the worker to get the cards in the first place so that was a little bit that lessened my my complaint. Yeah. But it would okay. be a complaint where if you oh, lost if the it game ends up being a one point game because oh this is the card I just just picked up that last and it was something that's already done. And, and I don't yeah, think so that would feel good if you won that way either. Like yeah. oh and it's I not beat like you by a point now. it's you know, we scored I think I want to say we scored a hundred and something, maybe maybe we got close to two hundred. And and these are eight point cards at the end of the game. Okay. But still when you're close, it's yep. that yeah. it can be something. So they're yep. not like, oh I got fifty points on this card. It's right, not right, that. Right. But it can be, you know, you can just pick one up and happen to have it done. So that I think that could annoy some people. But sure. other than that, like Agizia is good. Sweet. Aki solid. Yeah, Aki Toka. Aki Taka. Aki I wrote it down. Akai Yeah. Aki Aki Taka. So yeah, it was Ashitaka. I would recommend Akitaka. playing okay. both Furnace awesome. and Agizia. The Shifting Sands version. Shift those sands. <laughs> so Natalie and I went over to hang out with our good friends Date Night Dice last weekend after much deliberation about whether we should or shouldn't go. And an hour into the trip, Emily gets a call from the Board of Health that their oldest daughter Liv was exposed to COVID. 
Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> that, it happened the day that we went over there to hang out with them. <laughs> of course. We, we stuck around because, I mean, if we were going to be infected, it was too late at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As we were all around Liv already. I felt really bad for Ben and M, though, because you could tell they felt really yeah. bad. Yeah. And I felt bad for them because it was almost kind of like, well, we do hate you now, but, you know, get <laughs> yeah. over it. No, I'm just kidding. Well, no, I felt, she's like I would have felt just as mortified. Like all week, like, are you guys okay? Have yeah. Have felt so, so terrible? I mean, everybody's good, FYI. Yep, we're all Even healthy. Everybody's Emily, great. Ben's family, everybody's yep. good. So Liv I think we're... has not seemed to have co- contracted it. So every, yeah. everybody's good. But I felt, I did feel really bad for them because you could tell they felt yeah. guilty. And yeah. it's like, they they didn't do anything wrong. Oh, yeah. Right? They didn't do anything wrong. They didn't, they didn't know. know that was going to happen. It just, of course, it happened right then. I know. It's just all <laughs> oh like, my of course, gosh. these times we're living in. Yeah. Um, but so we stuck around to play the new Druid City Skybound game, Tidal Blades. Now, Jeff and I saw this game at Gen Con uh, a few years ago, and it just came out like a week ago. Man. Wow. <laughs> but, man, what a I long, remember just looking at it and being like, how yeah. awesome I wanted to play oh, it so man. bad. There was it a line, so or there was like you had to sign up for the demo. <laughs> And other because we wanted to just sit down and play it, and I also thought you could buy it, and they're like, no, no, you can't buy it. Little did I know, three years or so later, it was going to finally come out. Um, I've wanted to play it ever since I first saw it. Then, and Ben backed it, and he was like, "Hey, you guys are coming over. Do you want to play Tidal Blades?" And before he even finished his sentence, I was like, "Fuck yes, we do." (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, we got into it, and first of all, if you haven't seen pictures of this game. Ooh, this might be the most beautiful game. Gorgeous. The colors, it's like... Yeah. One thing that they spent a long time on panned out because this game looks... I mean, good Lord, it looks great. Uh, again, look up pictures if 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 you haven't because what I'm saying isn't going to do it any justice. Yeah. <laughs> it's so lush and bright and colorful and the artwork is just out of this world mm-hmm. awesome. So after playing ugly game after ugly game, <laughs> yeah. it was a nice breath of fresh air to play <laughs> something that looked this good. <laughs> Uh, so in this game, your goal is to score the most points by completing these mission cards. I know they're not called mission cards, but I'm going to call them that for the remainder of this explanation. Um, you're trying to complete mission cards, end of game objective cards, running up a few different tracks, and fighting monsters. That's how you score points to win. Okay. The game is all about timing, which is a cool thing. You start the game only able to do two things per turn. As the game goes by, you get more actions to use, and the order in which you take them becomes really important. There's basically four or five like different island boards. And if you've seen pictures of this game, you know what I'm talking about. There's like a bunch of different little boards on the thing. Um, these island boards have action spaces on them that you're going to go to worker placement style. And the order which you go to these is becomes very important. There are basically four, like I said, or five uh, of these boards. And you're taking actions, like did I say by worker placement? Because that's how you're taking the actions. And it's really cool. The game revolves around that worker placement mechanism. And the primary way to take actions is with these different colored dice that you're rolling. And the whole game is about, really centered around these dice. You're using these dice to complete those mission cards to attack the monster and stuff like that. You're basically rolling dice and trying to get successes that match whatever check you're trying to roll for. So, for instance, there's a mission card that I have that requires three blue triangle symbols. Right? So I'll attempt it, and if I succeed by rolling those three blue triangle symbols on my dice, the card gives me a couple benefits. It becomes a way to help fight monsters later, it scores points for me at the end of the game, and it also boosts you up these tracks that you have that just make you stronger and score more points eventually. The trick with the mission cards is that in order to complete them, you have to be on the island that matches the symbol of the card, which can be tricky, as you may not want to take the action of the space on the island 
but it has the same color and symbol of the mission card you want to complete. So you have to kind of decide, do I wait to complete this mission card or do I do it now and take a lesser action at the island even though I don't really want to go there? Um, so that kind of thought and decision was really cool. And you also have to consider, you know, what are the opponents going to do? Because it's worker placement. So if I want to wait till next turn to go to that board, all the spots might be taken. And then when I go there, I don't get to do anything other than the mission card. And that would suck. Things I liked. The game, as I said, was Gorna. I mean, everything from the art to the graphic design to the components is of the highest degree, which I would expect from a game that's been in development for years, 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 and years. The game was unlike anything I had ever played before. It felt like an Ameritrash game. You're fighting monsters, you're completing quests, you have these minis, but you're also using worker placement, managing resources, and scoring victory points. I don't know, it was like any, I have not played anything like this before. I like the way combat worked. There was a die you rolled every time you rolled dice that could hurt you. So mm-hmm. if I'm checking, making, doing a skill check, you have to roll this die. And if a die comes and if it comes up and it hurts you, you have to either take damage, which is losing dice, or if you have this resource, you can spend it as like armor to protect you. Um, and that was a really cool thing. It's not often that you play something unlike anything you've ever played, right? I like the way yeah, combat worked. Um, I liked that if you ran out of those shells to protect you with that hurtful die, that you would have to lose dice. I like that you could re-roll your dice if you Mm -hmm. didn't get what you wanted, but you had to re-roll that hurtful die again every time. And so that was kind of like, all right, so uh, things I didn't like. I'm kind of struggling with what to say about this game. For some reason, I didn't love it. Like, I didn't love it. I, I liked it. I didn't love it, and I'm Is trying to I'm trying to figure out why. Kind of. I think it wasn't because I didn't win. By the way, just so you know, yeah. I got second place. All <laughs> I think right. Emily won. Emily won. Yeah. Yep. Um, I was, but I was right up there in the mix. Like I, I, there's games where I don't like where when like like for instance, I played Bora Bora one time with Jeff a long time ago, and Natalie we played that, mm-hmm. and I remember the whole game. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, and then I got dead last, and I was like, I don't even know why. I want to play it again, but I remember sure. when that happened, I was like, yeah. I don't like this because of that. And that was that felt legitimate to me. I felt like I know why I don't like it. I don't like it because I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. This game I understood. I got it. I was figuring it out. I almost won. And so that wasn't the reason. Um, it wasn't also, it wasn't because it was long. Because it was long. It yeah. took us like three and a half hours to get through. But well, we had a lot of distractions. Yeah, we had the Emily COVID children. thing. <laughs> we had the kids there. We were just talking a lot. Yeah. But I still think it would be a long game. Yeah, to play with four people. Um, but I think it was the decisions. The decisions to me, they didn't, seems so interesting to where I was looking forward to my turn. It a lot of the decisions to me felt obvious. They felt like, well, this, I need to do this, so I'm going to do this. How do I do this? Okay, it's on my turn, I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wasn't there wasn't a moment like in Amerigo where I was like, okay, I could do this, I could do that. What do I do? Oh, I love that. You know, there was to me there was always a clear like this is my best plan. Yeah. And I got to get that done to do that. Um, I got to go to this island. I got to get this card. I got to roll these dice. Uh, also, the the dice rolling mechanism, it was cool, but the roll to resolve everything was also a little bit lackluster. Um, so you roll these dice, and then they're exhausted. And you can't use them again. If you go to fight a yeah. monster, you roll these dice, and then they're gone. You mm-hmm. lose them, and then you have to start over from with nothing. There's ways you can like mitigate a little bit and help yourself, but for the most part, you like roll them, and then they're gone. So like, every okay. time you like build it up, lose it. Build yes, it up, exactly. It. You build it up, lose it. Then you got to build it up. Then you lose it. Then you build it up. And, and it makes sense why they did that because there's mechanisms in the game. When you when you kill the monster, you get lots of benefits and yeah. a lot of stuff. But 
you lose all your dice yeah. that you use to roll against it. And it just feels a little counterintuitive, a little bit, or it felt a little counterintuitive, um, even though I understand why it was a thing. Just, yeah, the, the dice rolling wasn't that interesting to me. If I compare it to a game like Too Many Bones, which also has dice rolling and roll to resolve, uh, it's night and day. Too Many Bones is just like this depth, and there's like every die does something different, and you have to figure out how to do it. Title Blades, it's just you're looking for the symbols. Yeah. I need triangles. I need circles. I need orange, you know. And so it wasn't it wasn't bad at all. I liked it. I enjoyed playing it. It was really fun playing with with Ben and Emily. Um, and I'm not trying to knock the game at all, but for just, there was something about it, and I think that's why that it didn't it just didn't grab it didn't grab me so much. So overall, I thought it was a good game. It looked incredible. It played very nicely. I don't think I would personally seek it out. And I'm not going to say that you should I'm not gonna recommend, you know that you go buy this game. Uh, it's very expensive. But if you get a chance to play it, give it a shot because you might love it a ton. You might have like the best time with it. Um, but you might also feel let be left feeling wanting, kind of like me. So I don't know. Natalie, I know you liked it better than me. What yeah, did you think? I was just going to say, yep. I definitely liked it better than you. Like, I mean, it wasn't like Amerigo, but it was, I definitely think it was better than Good Not Great. Clearly nothing's like Amerigo. I know. <laughs> I love you. Amerigo. <laughs> Have I ever done that before? No. Okay. Not Amerigo. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I I really like this game. I remember after it was over, I was like, I liked that. Amerigo like, round. That was That's cool. It, I agree with you. <laughs> Shut up, Ryan. Um, I agree with you. It was definitely unique. It was not like anything we've ever played. And I kind of thought all of the different things that, that you did were like really fun and interesting um because they were like different i liked how um i like the dials on our like player board you know and in like moving that and how it gave you stuff i liked rolling the dice to fulfill cards i liked how you had to fight the monster and even if you didn't kill him it was still a way to get points i like that you could choose to get player powers there's like a lot of different stuff going on and i found it interesting like trying to just like figure out like what to do because it kind of felt also tight you know like it didn't feel like we had to tons of Toit. time to do everything even though it took a long time to play <laughs> <laughs> um, well again that was a lot of outside yeah. circumstance <laughs> um i also i mean i like i disagree with you about the dice I mean, I don't remember exactly how this happened, but I was in a situation where like... Overflowing with dice? Yeah, I had a lot of dice at all times, and I thought it was so cool that like at the beginning of each round, you move them over, you get to upgrade them, and now they're even better. And then it was even cooler to me that like like the first upgrade is just like better, like way better than the base dice, but it still like gives you like every um, option, I guess, to roll the different like symbols yeah but then when you upgrade it even more it's even better but then it, you have to choose like which two symbols you want yeah the, you know the number mean? of symbols go like this but the amount of those symbols go <laughs> up oh i guess i'm just talking to jeff and you <laughs> well, let me let me okay. record this they and we'll decrescendo put it on here. Yeah. Yeah. the the amount of symbols decrescendo right. but the amount but the number yeah. but well, let's just say he's like, moving his hands closer together. Let's just say like, like you, you do like, it, and then I'll. Okay. I'll, I'll yeah. The amount of Ryan's symbols hands on dice are moving closer like together, this, yeah. but the number of those symbols go like yeah. this. his hands are moving further apart. <laughs> well, like, like the first upgrade is like all of a sudden like there's no like bad side of the dice, and then the next upgrade is like like. 
two of the four symbols are on all sides of this dice. So like you're gonna get it. Gonna. But also yes, there's no option get to get yes, like two, get the it. other two symbols. You know, and like and then on top of that, so you're like upgrading the dice and then you have to lose them if you like fight a monster. Yep. And so that's another I found you like interesting that. because then you're like, ooh, which dice should I use? Because I'm gonna lose them, but obviously the better ones would give me better results. But then I'm going to lose them. Do I want to lose those or do I want to lose these? And I, th- I don't know. I thought it was really cool and really fun. And definitely it was a gorgeous looking game. Oh, my gosh. Well. It's beautiful. Yeah, I just want to play so it because beautiful. it looks awesome. You should. Yeah, yeah I, would, I would encourage if you personally, Natalie, it sounds like she's the opposite. She, can rec- she would recommend it. I don't mm-hmm. think I would recommend it. Um, to just go out and buy it because it's but you got if you can, if you can well, you get a chance to play it? this thing. I think it's a lot of money. I, mean, I don't know. I, would, I don't, I don't really have money. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Buy it. I think it's it's not like forty bucks. You know what I mean? Right. I think it's going to be I like mean, if forty-one. It, if it or it sounds like something yeah. that you'd be interested yeah. in. Like you have the bucks, money, yeah. and then I would recommend it. I wouldn't just say like this is a must-have kind of thing. Yeah, but we'll go look into it because yeah. it's beautiful. Check anyway. it out because it's beautiful. Stay because it's because Natalie likes it. Natalie likes it. Natalie, what place? And did Natalie's you come got in? a sweet ass doll. Probably last. I don't remember. Man, she loved it even though she was. Um, no, Ben. Ben. I remember Ben specifically said, "Oh, I came in dead last." Oh, so third. Third. Yep. I remember Third. thinking I felt like I was doing pretty good, but Emily just like killed it with, with all those cards. But sometimes when you're just having fun, it doesn't, doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like, oh, yeah, I don't that was a game. I will say that. That was a I game where in. I didn't. Yeah. The, it was more about playing the game than winning. Yes. I mean, I want to win, and sure. I care about that more than I've ever cared about anything. But down in like eighth place was the fun. <laughs> yeah, the fun factor. Yeah. <laughs> do you have anything else, Jeff? Yeah, I want to do uh, two little small box games. Okay. So tiny box. When I say tiny box, I mean tiny like boxes. a no thanks. <laughs> Or uh, Dark Stories, oh, yeah. or... Give me five um, more examples, please. Yeah, what I'm are some other sure examples of things? Let me look. Colorado. Colorado. Zuloretto. Okay. The Mine. other Loretto's. Six Nimit. The Six Nimit. Five Nimit. Insider. Four Nimit. Hanabi. Hanabi. Okay, so those little box <laughs> games, uh, they're both kind of aimed at family kid games, and this first one is called Robots. <laughs> Robots. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so this first one's called Robots, and Robots was uh, nominated for the Kinderspiel. This year? The, yeah, 2020. 2020. Um, so it was nominated box, for bro. Kinderspiel, Damn. which is the children's game of the year. Is it is kin, I'm assuming Kinder. Kinder means like child or kid. Yep. So we have, <laughs> yes, like Kindergarten. Cop. Yep. Um, <laughs> and so it was advertised, which is kind of funny. It was advertised as like a kid's version of the mind okay? because it, the theme is totally not the mind, but because you have to. I'll, I'll tell you. So the game is <laughs> be a deck of cards, it. and on the front of the card is this like path. So the robot, it's got this cool like robot. Co- it's, it's robot, and uh, there's <laughs> oh my God. there's this path. So the path might be a zigzag or like a, a loop or something, and it's just this this path with a robot. And each spot on this path are just these little symbols. So there's a bunch of dots on the on the along the path, and there's different symbols like mm-hmm. a skateboard or an ice cream cone or something something. All, all these like all little the dots kid are things, like right? Beeps and boops, right? Yeah, they're all beeps yeah. and boops. This game involves Condoms. beeping. And so one player <laughs> becomes the robot. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, peeing and pooping and beeping and booping. I gotta go beep and boop. Is that really a quick. way to get around the Natalie fart joke? If I Maybe. use beep oh and boop instead of pee and boop? Yeah. Natalie just beeped Natalie herself right up the stairs. <laughs> well, Natalie, don't boop on my face. <laughs> Ew. So one player, this is a kid's game, people. Let's let's right in. So one player takes the top card, and on the back of the card, so the front is that path. On the back of the card, it tells um, 
It gives three different speeds of the robot, a fast robot, a medium robot, and a slow robot. (laughs) And um, then next to the speeds of the robot, it gives you one of the symbols that's on the card. Uh, So only the one per... Only one player sees it. Only this. one player sees it. So the one player looks at it and it tells you which robot you are going to control that <laughs> round. And you announce, hey, this is a slow robot or a medium robot okay. or a fast robot. So oh, you, you announce tell them that. the oh, okay. robot speed. And okay. then the person who has the card is going to start with a beep or a boop, if you would like. <laughs> and they start the game by beeping. Okay. So the round starts when the person goes beep. Okay. Like a robot. Okay. Yeah. okay? Yep. And then to end the round, they will also then beep. So but they don't boop? that essentially they could boop. Okay. Yeah. That essentially <laughs> moves the robot along that path, but it doesn't physically move a robot. The the movement is happening in everyone's head. Oh, so this person So it doesn't even matter if you're number blind. It doesn't even matter if you're number blind. You don't even have to worry about it. And so this person goes, All right, it's a slow robot, and then goes beep. Okay, and that's down the path. So everyone else has to interpret how far did this robot go along this path? Based what on symbol the is it distance next to? between my beep to my boop. Yeah, the, the one beep to the yeah. one boop. How far did the robot travel? So, so if it's a fast robot. Can I give robot, you, for instance, would be like, beep, boop. That's like, okay, that's, that's the like, first that's one. Probably that's probably the yeah. first that's one. That's the condom yeah. symbol. So then everybody else at the table would go, oh, I what? think it's got to be the... I thought you said there was a condom. Yeah. That's one of the symbols. Oh, boy. It's a, <laughs> it's a kid's game. Kinderspiel. Oh. Robots don't wear condoms. But then if you're like, beep. Go ahead. Boop, boop. Yep. Then it's like that. And then, the oh, it the could car. be. It could be. Yeah. And if it, if it was far. a fast, if that was a fast robot, it could be the end of the car. But if it was yeah. a slow one, it still might be somewhere in the middle. So everybody just discusses. Oh, right. You say if it's slow, medium, yeah. or fast. So um, everybody just discusses like where they think and what symbol it stopped at. And you get points if you pick the right one or the one next to it. It's yeah. it's a nice silly like family yeah. game. I think it sounds kind of fun. Um, I yeah, I brought it over here. Kids. I think yeah. I wonder if Cameron and Alexi yeah. will. will I, like I think they'll like it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And the other one from Pandasaurus that I want to give a quick thing is to have you guys. We've all played the game. Yeah. Which we really like. There's like 10 versions of it so now. So this is now the new one called Quick and Easy, which is oh. quick, but not very easy. Oh, okay. Because so there's one the other easy. way too. Like there's the game yeah, extreme. Super extreme. So this is this is the other way. Oh. So um, the game works exactly like the game. And this is where, this is why this is on the stupid name. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the game works like the game. There's only two piles, one that right. goes up from one and one that goes down from 10. There's 50 cards and five different colors. So you know how in the regular game, yeah, the reverse 100. rule... Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, there's in four piles. Yeah, yeah, there's four piles in the regular game, and it goes up and down from 100. Yep. Yes. The multiples of 10 is the reverse rule. This one is a color-based thing. So no matter what, you have to play cards according to the up or down. So sure. if I play a red 5, then I could play a blue 6, and then a you know green 7, whatever. Okay. So in order to reverse and pull things back down, you play a number of the same color. So if I have a green 7 out there in the ascending pile, I can then play a green 2 on top of that. So now we're working ourselves from 2 up. Got it. Mm-hmm. So it it's kind of makes it a little more friendly for, for families and for kids playing. Okay. Uh, because I think color and like that pattern recognition is easier than the, than the 10s. Because sometimes okay. even like as I'm playing, I'm like, okay. Yeah, can I do What this? pile am I going in? Does am the I pile going work? up or down? Yeah. yeah. And you only have two cards in your hand. You have to play one of the two and yeah. then draw back up to two. Oh, so so okay. it, it simplifies the rules a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I, for it to be called easy, it's not like the easiest thing. It's, it's definitely not like, oh, we win all the time. Um, right. But it's definitely a more simpler game. It's quicker because you only play through 50 cards instead of 100. Oh. Um, so those are two, two little box Pandasaurus games that... Um, and what's that one called again? Nice. That one's The Game quick and easy quick and easy so it's not the game are you ready to play the game quick, quick and easy no it's just the game <laughs> the game quick and quick easy. yeah, yeah. they've re- since rebranded and and stopped yes. that and the art is the art in the Quanchai regular Warrior, right yes is beautiful the art in the regular one is beautiful this one has better art than the first thing but it, it has like 
it's still the skulls sort of, but the skulls are like fancy looking. They're like wearing top hats and they're, they're oh. a little more friendly looking skulls. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. So those are two robots. The game quick and easy. Robots. Awesome. Nice. Our last game we're going to talk about today is Rudiger Dorn's Arcadia. We also played this one with Ben and M. And uh, it's a, a, because it's another polyomino game. And this, so this is episode two of our polyomino journey. I, I was going to do a two part episode. Last episode, we talked about a bunch. And then this episode, I was going to finish it off. Uh, we you have even more to go. We have, I mean, we still have the, the Uwe puzzle trilogy plus New York Zoo to talk about. Oh, we didn't talk about that. We those haven't talked yet? about those yet. Oh, I wanted right. to save those for the episode where we do the, the grand the, finale. Yeah. But so this is really episode two, and we're going to make it a three parter. So we'll probably do. Um, next episode, look for our top five to be our top five polyomino games as we Ooh. end, as as Natalie and I basically end our journey of playing every polyomino game we can get our hands on. <laughs> so we played Arcadia. This one, much like Amerigo and Princes of Florence, was Natalie. Ugly. Yeah. Um, oh, U G L Y. This ain't got no alibi. It's ugly. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay. That's where the bad things end. However, because man, this game was a lot of fun for me. You either place a polyominal tile on your turn, or you place workers onto the board. When you place a polyominal tile onto the board, it gets a seal put on it. Not like or or, but like a, but like a, you know, like a, a seal of approval. A seal of approval. Yeah. Like a stamp. A stamp. Yeah. Like yeah. a stamp token on it. <laughs> so that goes on the tile and that is whatever color of the card you played. So you play a polyamino card and then you take the tile that matches on the card, place it on the board, and then you put a seal or, matching the color or, 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 on, the, on the thing. Okay? <laughs> Once you fully enclose one polyomino tile onto the board either by other tiles or by workers or a combination that tile scores players earn seals are equal to the number of <laughs> workers of their color that are adjacent to that tile the player who closed the tile who like played the thing that closed off the tile also takes this castle section and puts it onto the board that also has an rr color on it after Seal. you take your turn you can cash in your rrs for money the amount of money you get is dependent on how many RRs you have <laughs> multiplied by the number of seals of that color showing on the castle tile. That probably was really confusing, and I'm yeah. sure half of you were half listening, so don't worry about it. Just know that it's awesome. At the end of the game, whoever has the most money is the winner. Here's what I liked. I really enjoyed this game a lot. This was put out, I think, in 2006 or 2007 by Rudiger Dorn. Um, how to place the tiles and how to place your workers was really fun to figure out. Trying to use one worker to touch multiple tiles was a lot of fun. And manipulating the castle sections to get you the most money in those seals was also really cool. What was hilarious was that every time Natalie was about to place a tile or a worker to the table, Ben would just make this groaning noise. Like, Natalie would be like, I'm going to put this here. And Ben would just go, mm. I know. <laughs> and then we would just he, She was Apparently getting in his way the, wrong the whole time. Every turn, he would just be like, no. Like, really <laughs> quiet. And like, under like, his breath. <laughs> yeah, and then we would just all laugh. And Emily was like, do it anyway. Put it yeah. there. She's like, definitely put it, it there. It was really funny. Here's what I didn't like. The game was fugly. This another one is so ugly. This game, I would say, okay, this Amerigo and Princes of Florence. Princes of Florence to me, no, no, I think Arcadia is probably the ugliest. Yeah, I think Arcadia is. Then the Princes ugliest. of Florence somehow. Then Amerigo is like Amerigo is like the title blades of the three of those games. <laughs> yeah, Amerigo's not even close to as ugly as those two, but it's still ugly. But it's like 
why are these games so ugly? Like, stop being so damn ugly. Well, the the workers ones. were these little, like, army guys almost that I used to play with as a kid. And the colors were, like, muted yellows and browns. Yeah. Yum. You know, <laughs> muted overall, yellow and brown is not a good, like, yeah, that's not like, theme. That's a good color, color. palette. Well, <laughs> yeah. they're probably like, hmm, how much does that cost? That's, like, 10 cents less. Shut it down. Yeah. Shut it down. Yeah. Yeah. Can no. I just say something real quick? When you said it was yep. fugly, doesn't that, like, technically mean fucking ugly? Yeah. Yeah. But this game was fugly, like, it's fun and ugly. Oh, my <laughs> God. Fungly. I don't think. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what? Overall, this was a great polyamino game that I would definitely tables. recommend trying out if you get the chance. Natalie, what did you think? <laughs> um, I'm not going to go into depth. I'm just going to read what I wrote in my notebook. Here we go, Arcadia. <laughs> did you say you're not going to go into Jeff? That's what it sounded <laughs> like. Okay, that is yeah. what it sounded. I'm going like. to listen back. We're going to listen back. <laughs> not going to go into Jeff. Yep, that'll go on my little thing. Arcadia, pretty fun for an old game. <laughs> Maybe one of the ugliest <laughs> games ever, but still fun. Ben kept groaning at every move I made. It was fun deciding on where I put men and when to cash in. Men. <laughs> the men, like right? Fun deciding yeah. where to put men. The men. Let me put these men, men here. Men, no, it was... Men, I, men, I enjoyed men, this game, men. too. I thought, based on the looks of it, I did not think I would. But it was actually fun. But... Actually. But fugly. Fugly. But fugly. Fun, but ugly. Yeah. Fun also, and ugly. fucking ugly. Fuck ugly. And Fanugly. This is the most yeah. F words that's been in this episode. Yeah, sorry. Well, whatever. Yeah. We're our own thing. Well, we have cares? our own network Everyone right now, knows. which is a little nice transition I'd like to take. Oh. A quick second to talk to you all about the Gateway Board Gaming Network, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com and the Gateway Network on Instagram. The sole purpose of the network is to help new or up-and-coming content creators grow by shouting each other out. If you go to the Gateway Network website, you will find a bunch of other amazing content creators who are trying to grow just like we are. They're all amazing people who produce fantastic content. Today, we're going to specifically highlight our newest member, A Couple Games, run by Zach and Michelle. They do a podcast all about board games through the eyes of a married couple. They also have an Instagram account by the same name, at acouplegames.mz, and are just an incredibly kind couple of people who produce very high-quality content. So go check them out, A Couple Games. You can find them on thegatewaynetwork.com. So whatever kind of content you're looking for, The Gateway will have it. If you're a newer board game content, content creator and you're looking for a way to grow your content please consider heading over to thegatewaynetwork.com to learn more well we have finally arrived to the peak of the show you've made it it's all downhill from here here jeff talk for a while in this episode's instagram inbox and now it's time for the instagram inbox with the mad board gamer well 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 Apparently, this is the peak of the show. It is. That's This rough. is like the fun part of the show. That's not great. What the hell is that? Um, it's like all the games and the silliness. And yeah. It begins. It's the people just fast forward to this part. Yep. yep. No one likes hearing about board games. Well, let's not talk about board games then. Okay. <laughs> great. This week's Instagram inbox, I just told people, again, ordered them. I like that. To just give I me an interesting you. fact. Weird, interesting. It can be about mm. anything. Oh, I like this. So this is us just, we're going to learn. I like okay? interesting facts. This a lot is a good of, idea. A mm-hmm. lot of people are doing school from home. So this is just how we're going to learn. Okay? <laughs> so a we frequent <laughs> listener who we haven't talked to in a while, hasn't participated in the inbox can in I a guess? while. Yeah. I want to guess too. Noodles. I was going to say noodles. Yeah, noodles. <laughs> Our good friend, Nella, is Where back. Where has she been? Yeah, we, um, we haven't seen her in a while. She tells us noodles play. Elephants can't jump. Did you know that? Yeah, I think I knew that. Because you need knees to jump, and apparently they have four elbows. Oh, you can't jump on elbows. I don't know. 
That's that. Okay. Huh. I have also not fact checked any of these. That is interesting. So I'm just assuming. <laughs> I hope people lied to you. Are, I really hope yeah, people lied to you. I'm not. Fa- I'm not taking. I can't the time imagine to do elephants. Walruses don't have, have, I have. I feel like that's probably. Yeah, I'm not sure that's true. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. From. Our buddy Gabby over at the Board Game Snobs, like who him. usually starts his episodes with random yep. yeah. random things. Yep. So there's a little bit inspiration there. He says, Viagra can help plants stand more erect and look <laughs> fresher longer. Plants? No more flaccid flowers. <laughs> Wait, what do you just like stick a pill in the dirt? I, or do I you guess. have to like grind it well, up? You have to yeah. put it in the, the rose and then like massage its neck <laughs> to get it to swallow the rose. <laughs> um, C.P. Wilson. Yep, he yep. told me that Thomas Jefferson refused to declare Thanksgiving a national holiday. Did you know that? Why? Really? I don't know. Again, I didn't, on, I didn't know this. Is. Oh. <laughs> uh, Swoozle. Swoozle. Swoozle says... Austria. Says wombat poop Mother is... Mother was a cop. <laughs> Do you know anything about wombat poop? Yeah. Who doesn't? No. It's cube-shaped, apparently. <laughs> wow. That, again, wanna... <laughs> not fact-checked. I want to see that, that wombat poop. Like You're way too interested in that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a cool factoid. Yeah. Does that mean his butthole is a Yeah, his butthole is a, is a, is a giant butthole. long square. Yeah. So you can't put a round peg in this. Okay. <laughs> Let's moving on. Swoozle said... Uh, also says Dolly Parton once lost a Dolly Parton lookalike drag queen. <laughs> I always love that stuff. Yeah. There's like a lot of TV shows yeah. where like Elvis is not dead and he loses an Elvis lookalike yeah. contest. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Swoozle with another one. Oh, yeah. Natalie. Oh, well, is it about Natalie? It's about Paul Oldsfield <laughs> is a professional farter. I knew it. <laughs> is it the manual? Or flatulist is what they're called. <laughs> professional? Better known flatulist. by his stage name, Mr. Methane. Oh, Mr. Yeah, I want to know methane. what a professional... I mean, I think is that what it is? called Mr. Methane. Oh. I know, well, methane is obviously what it is. Yeah, okay. But I think, well, ask that, Bill. Bill right. knows all about Mr. Methane. Oh, I don't okay. understand right. what a professional farter is. Well, didn't you go to his school? <laughs> you tell us. <laughs> <laughs> bulls and boards tells like us that cows kill more people each year than sharks with methane gas. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how. I know they're sitting methane. on them. Well, not a lot of people get killed by sharks. No, no, that, that's that like very, very few. minimal. But like, how does a cow kill a person? You try to tip it over, and it tips you back. It tips Boom. on top of you. M stop, <laughs> Emily. An ostrich can break a hyena's back with one kick. Oh, she shit. says this is her third grade animal report card. Report oh, knowledge. damn. She remembered that <laughs> all the way back so from third grade. Holy cow. I did a report on ostriches in fifth what, grade. What? Do you remember really? that fact? I don't about remember. About how like, strong their kick is? No. Meatball Mentor says one fifth of all calories consumed by humans worldwide are from rice. Wow. Well, yeah. I guess rice most of the people are over in Asia. And now yeah. rice That's based a staple. Meals. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then Janelle, emotional cyborg, sent me about 30. 50? Awesome. Let's hear them. No, okay. Probably probably closer to 30. Seriously? Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'll just scan through. You see her icon here? Yep. I'll, yep. Oh. Wow. So she sent me a whole F- bunch. I'm not G. reading You're them gonna all. You're going to pick like, the best ones. <laughs> I'm not. Um, she can confirm gonna make that, that wombats poop square. Okay, oh, so she, she was, does the same oh, thing. That was, I got two of that. Hippos sweat pink. Like sweat <gasps> the color pink, oh, I guess. Cool. A lot of these are about animals. So does Jigglypuff. Um, yeah. Bats can eat six mosquitoes a minute. Bats can eat. Yeah, I heard that. When That's someone what, is allergic to chocolate, it is more likely they are allergic to cockroaches. What? what? I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know what that means. I mean, cockroaches live in our chocolate? I know. That's I what know. I was like. Um, polar bears have hollow hair and black skin. Polar I've heard they have black have skin. hollow hair. Yes. They have so black like skin? Tube, yeah, I guess so. So if you shave a polar bear, it, so you could make a polar bear look like a panda if you shaved it right. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Suppose. <laughs> um, here's another one about poo. Or beeps and boops. <laughs> there is a world record for the longest poop. Like length, Ooh, not time. Oh, not like time. Like a time human gonna, poop? How many Kirks? I don't know. Sorry. How many Katie Kirks? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's from South Park. Uh, take a guess. How long is the longest poop? Okay. Like, um, Two feet. I think maybe I think maybe by a person. I would think by a, yeah, by a human. Okay. Um, is it on there? Oh, yeah, it's on here. I just yeah, want you to two, guess. Two feet. You say two feet? That's a lot. That's a long... I'll say like 14 inches. Maybe this isn't. So this is 26 feet. What? Is what? the longest poop. And maybe it's from an animal. I don't know. We'll have to... Uh, we'll Are have your to, intestines 26 feet We'll long? have to confirm. Maybe that, maybe if you can constantly eat and just keep pooping. Yeah, maybe while you're eating, yeah. <laughs> it's immediately turning into feces. I have no, And maybe it's an animal. What Who a knows? relief what for that person. What if that's someone's superpower from the boys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that one guy with the long... Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine all that poop inside you? Oh, that would feel awful. I can now. Ew. <laughs> a blob of toothpaste is called a nurdle. A nurdle? A nurdle? I thought a blob of toothpaste was the Instagram user at first. There's a yeah, lot a of nurdles of in the kids' bathroom. Um, moose can swim. Did you know that? Moose can swim six miles per hour and they can run up to 35 miles an hour. These are all, again, from Janelle. Interesting. She said this, and I would have to, again, clarify this. There are more card combinations in a standard deck of cards yeah. than there are stars in the galaxy. What? Really? So I'm assuming I've heard like, something like that. Would a, would a combination of cards just be like the ace of spades is one combination? Yeah. And then, and then would yeah. like the two. So there's there's 52 just cards to yeah. start with. Two of hearts and the ace of spades. That's another one. Yeah. yeah so I guess. Still. So, oh boy. That's nuts. Wow. But the yep. universe of The universe stars is kind of big. There's got to be like three. Big. There's got to be hundreds of stars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe even thousands. Well, that seems reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> Millions? I can see that. Of the contiguous <laughs> United States. Billions? <laughs> Maine is the only state that borders a single state. Oh, really? really? Now you know. Yep. Hmm, okay. That is interesting. Um, and from ZimV 2.0. Okay. Joey. Yep. Did you know there is a, a, a snail? A snail has five oh. buttholes. Oh. A snail has five buttholes. Yep. A snail has five Definitely buttholes. Definitely did not know that. And why you're not up to date on your five? You're on your buttholes. Number of buttholes. Um, and then the last one is from Jim Gamer. Oh I heard boy. of him. All right, out of millions of creatures on this? Earth, Did you know Ryan and Jeff suck. Yeah, he says you suck. <laughs> fast. This is really a roast. It's not that interesting. <laughs> interesting you suck. fact. <laughs> of the millions of creatures on Earth, humans are one of three species capable of laughter. Hyenas. The other two. And monkeys. I think There's chimpanzees yeah. are one. Chimpanzees are one, and, and then hyenas, rats right? are two. What about hyenas? What? That's called the I laughing hyena. But is that a laugh because that's the noise they make, or a laugh because it's like... Like laughing. Oh, you like mean like funny. they're actually Maybe laughing? A, yeah, wait, so be. rats laugh because something's humorous? That's not... That can't no, be. No, their brains can't be that advanced. Well, you don't know anything about <laughs> rats. They do stuff with rats I've all the time. I've seen the Ninja Turtles. Testing, Splinter so. doesn't that's laugh true. very much. Yeah, but he's he does know karate. Orokosaki. And then the last one from Jim. Um, so do you know Gloomhaven has sold about two hundred and fifty thousand copies? Okay, ever that's ever bought. Wow, that's a lot. Um, any guesses on how many copies Monopoly has sold? Oh god, like tens of millions. Yeah, tens of two hundred and fifty million copies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what wow. the time. It's been around since like two thousand and thirteen. Yeah. Two hundred fifty million copies yeah. versus two hundred fifty thousand yeah. uh, is number one. Number one game. Yeah. Mass market stuff is just you can't compare. Yeah. Wow, that's well, crazy. Yeah. And it's been around. For Those are some ever. interesting factoids from Janelle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Thanks, Janelle. Thanks, Janelle. <laughs> 
It's once again time for Natalie to take the helm and destroy a game that has no business feeling good about itself in this episode's Board Game Beatdown. Well, I know I said that we were probably not going to do the beatdown anymore, but we couldn't resist Good. doing another one. Good. Today, we're going to beat down a game that's currently number 177 on BGG. I know it was a lot higher at some point. Um, has 99,000 ratings. Wow. That's Got a lot. 99,000, but a bitch. And it's rated 7.4. And it's called Carcassonne. Carcassonne. Oh, Carcassonne. You want to tell the reason why we are doing yeah. this? Yeah. Who was it? You going to end it with that? Or are you gonna... I'm going to end it with that one. Okay. Somebody reached out to us and said, I don't know if you did a beatdown of Carcassonne yet, but there's this really funny comment on it, and it was hilarious, and I'm okay. going to save it for the end. Oh, awesome. it, it wasn't just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. So that'll be the last one. So let's get started. J Popper 7 says, there are three games I avoid like the plague, Catan, Puerto Rico, and Carcassonne. The pieces are crap. The gameplay stunted and the game objective a joke. I mean, what's the significance of a place like Carcassonne in human history that they got to make a game about it? <laughs> a real waste of time and completely pointless to boot. Even when you've emerged victorious, you don't feel like you actually did anything to deserve victory. I know the Germans are trying hard to stay away from the violent themes in board gaming, but this is absolutely ridiculous. Watching paint dry might be more fun by comparison. It's absolutely Could you ridiculous. Imagine being angry at the place? <laughs> Stupid the Germans. I, what has that ever done for us in I'm, history? <laughs> <laughs> Speedway supporter says, "No Hot soul, Speedway. no appeal, no fun, no nothing." Oh, there's oh. nothing. Wait, there's no nothing. Means no nothing. Lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if there's no nothing, it means there's a whole bunch of stuff. Great gamer says, "Sucks and boring." <laughs> oh. <laughs> Beery says, "Beery, ugh, beer me." Why do so many people love this game? Honestly, to me, this is a bland nothing of a game, typical of so many Euro trash games. Mm. The theme, wow. such as it is, makes no sense. The artwork is uninspiring, and the gameplay is pedestrian. If I had a choice between spending an hour playing this and mm-hmm. staring at a wall, okay. I'd feel more entertained staring at the wall. Wow. Well, it, staring at the wall depends on what's on the wall. If there's a TV with nope. porn, no, nope. it could just be fun. the wall. Nope. Oh, just a blank TV, wall. Just a blank all right. Uh, Rambo one. I don't know. Sakurambo. Sakurambo. <laughs> Can't understand how this useless game seems to be so widely <laughs> appreciated. <laughs> well, I think there's a there's, all games are useless. There has to be a time <laughs> when you play Carcassonne. If you, yeah, you know, if, if I play like Carcassonne gateway. right now in my gaming journey, like, I would probably feel similar. I'm like, okay, oh, I don't want to play I, Carcassonne. I would love to play Carcassonne, but I think right it's now. because you've yeah, played it. You, got, like, it has a spot now. Like, and you played it early on. It's like your gateway game. Early on. If it was like an Amerigo think situation where you're like oh this is an old game that a lot of people like and you play it right now i wonder if you'd like it that much who the heck was it that told us this i, I cannot remember. find it huh. I Continue. Remember it was somebody we know okay jay goyas says nope, it is found it okay it is a simple game easy to teach and very good to attract non-gamers to our beloved hobby however i don't know why i feel a deep hate for the game i hate it i hate it i hate it there's no chemistry between us (laughs) oh my gosh before you read the one okay i'll tell you your doom says (laughs) i must be missing something snooze fest for me just can't get into it yeah i mean you can't disagree with that i mean i can yeah (laughs) but i don't i don't i'm not mad at you for having that yeah j4572002 says 
My first Euro game and probably the last one. Ooh. Boring, boring. Man, there's been some. There's been and some that's Euros what you're since. Say about like, yeah, you're like, yeah. that's what you're gonna base that's all what, yeah, Euros on. Every Euro is just like this. Yeah, that. okay, guy. He's got a point. Every single one's the same. They're <laughs> yeah, all the same, dude. Okay, everyone. Kuchik J- says. J- Bob, four, five, six, seven, <laughs> nine, know. ten. Who cares? <laughs> cares. Seven. Seven. Okay. <laughs> How the hell? Oh, yeah, I remember that. That's yeah, absurd. I remember that. Yeah, we, we were talking about that R.A.W. I was listening to it. I was like, how did Natalie get code seven, 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 seven? It's like, well, they all have seven letters. Only they one did. of the three yeah. of them had seven letters. <laughs> so embarrassing. And you got it. And just like, you got damn it. it. Why did I say point number nine? Point to uh, Kuchik says, this what? is a... Kuchik? Okay. Okay. Says, this is a horrible, mean game. People steal your cities and roads, yeah. and they put an extra farmer to completely cut you out of the loop. Oh. I hate the adversarial oh, nature man. of it. It's oh. a horrible game, and it turns the players into horrible people. Oh. You are in for a sad awakening when you play other games. Anything else, yeah. <laughs> if you think that game, a Carcassonne, where in the rules it actually says, <laughs> when people. someone flips yeah. a tile over, <laughs> converse with everyone to figure out where you should put <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, help each other out. Hillop says, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, that's it? <laughs> that's good. Oh, God. Mazala uh, says, I would rather play Hit Me in the Face with a Stick than play Carcassonne. <laughs> I love that game. Hit Me in the Face with a Dick. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> what? I think this. I think the beginning is, uh, is going to need like a disclaimer. Oh, <laughs> Sergeant Pete says, Sergeant? Childish Sergeant? and a total bore. How can anyone take this bore. serious? Take mm. this serious. Well, you shouldn't be taking games too seriously <laughs> right. anyway, so... Right. Let's go play hitting me in the face. Um, um, Onino Hugo <laughs> says, dominoes with a point salad what? scoring system. <laughs> dominoes with I a point... I guess I can yeah. see dominoes. So you're like yeah, you're them. connecting okay. them. But Poor whatever. guys only play dominoes. <laughs> Slotabardfast. <laughs> Slotabardfast. Slotabard. <laughs> Spell that, please. Oops. Is it not Slotabardfast? No, it is, but I put the same comment as above, so I must have pasted oh. it incorrectly. So skip you. You just have oh, a funny name. Slot of bar fast. Yeah, uh, koala guy four five six six says. <laughs> That's cute. He's like, what's the cutest thing I know? Uh, Koalas. Koala. <laughs> koala guy, bro. Carcassonne is the only game on my list that I've ever rage quit. This game makes my blood boil. The farm Why? rules are the shittiest thing I've ever encountered Why? in a game. I hope I never play Carcassonne again. He Probably hopes. because he sucks at it and he got ho- screwed. He hopes he never plays it. Yeah. Why would you ever be in a position where? Oh no, well, I'm playing Carcassonne you're gonna, again. You're gonna play it. Understand it? I was hoping I wasn't going to have to, but I guess I'm going to yeah. have to. Um, all right, so I'm ready for the okay, last one. Okay, so we got a message from the user's name is Dog Powered Vehicle. Oh. And his name is Eric Farmer. And he just sent uh, a thing that said, have you focused on a beatdown of Carcassonne yet? Because I found this absolute gem <laughs> in the BGG comments. And here we go. Natalie, let us okay. know. Hacksword says. Hacksword? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, my phone just turned off. Okay. <laughs> Take two slices of suck and spread suck nut butter and suckleberry jam. <laughs> Layer alternating slices of processed American suck and slowly roasted suck. Add some pickles and garnish with crisp iceberg suck. This will yield a suck sandwich that sucks only half as much as Carcassonne. <laughs> That's great. The suck sandwich. That's awesome. Suck nut butter. <laughs> Suckleberry jam. He basically just took a bunch of words and just put suck in yeah. there. Yeah. That's great. That is so funny. How do you feel now, Carcassonne? Carcass Boom. one. You've been reduced to a carcass. One carcass. Yeah. Carcassonne. Carcassuno. Okay. <laughs> For today's game of the episode, oh, yeah. I thought we would kind of go into um, the same vein as Jeff's Instagram inbox and try something new. Take a break from the board game show. This is just going to be some 
random general trivia. General trivia? Is this board game or bullshit, but trivia or bullshit? <laughs> it's Maybe. just trivia or trivia. Did you try to find a loophole? It's just trivia. Then why do we have a bell? Because it's trivia. You, you it's trivia. It. You, one of you is going to get it first. You have a bell oh, because you're you're, you, whoever gets to ring it goes first. <laughs> Ding. Oh, God. Oh, boy. What? It's trivia. Okay. Got it. Can you define trivia before yeah. we begin? It's not about board games, you said, right? Oh my god, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Catch up. Let's here. go back and listen. Yeah. Right. Let's listen to the okay. Okay. This is not terribly complex trivia. Okay, good. Okay. Not like trivial pursuit. Just kidding. <laughs> no, it's not like trivial pursuit. It's much easier than that. Good. Um, Jeff, can you do me a favor? Okay. Can you take some like I got a point. No, I got yeah. a point. Score. Oh, yeah, score. Yeah, score. Yep. Okay. Are we ready? Okay. I just looked at his paper and all I saw was silly fun. That's all it said, like by itself. <laughs> Here we go. That's the only notes I made. Rolex is a company that specializes in what type of product? Jeff. Watches. Watches. Correct. So these are the types of things okay. you can expect. So then I don't. I, like, I, I, I hit the question? bell and then I get to answer. Correct. Got it. Like every other thing we've ever done. All right. I'm going to be faster. <laughs> okay. Question two. Which of these is the name of a Japanese system of alternative medicine, literally meaning finger pressure? Finger pressure. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, can we Acupuncture. Say... No. Oh, okay. Natalie, do you know? You was, I thought you were going to list them. What? You do have a list. You said that you were which like, one of which these? of these three? Oh, I did? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> is it not there? Okay. No, there's nothing. It's just, yeah. What? What is the name oh. of a Japanese oh. system of alternative medicine? is more of like the, the That's the, the needles. needles. That's the needles. Right. So you have a, a couple seconds to figure out. Wait, say it again? Yeah. Okay. What is the name of a Japanese system of alternative medicine, literally meaning finger pressure? Jeff is on the right track. I'll say that. Yes, Natalie. Massage? No. Shiatsu. <laughs> Oh, oh, that is that. that it is massage, yeah. but that's, that, yes. that's like the yeah. really hard yeah. massage. That's like hard pressure. I was going to say, yeah. 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 No, that, that was right. a good... That is needles. Well, I, yeah, I, yeah. I read a bunch of questions and I was like, okay, could some of these, like I'm going to have some that are easy, some that can maybe trip that. That's why I was like, that could be that one. Okay. Well, that was funny because you were like, which of these three? I know. And then I was like, oh, are we allowed to well, answer before you I didn't say which of these three. I said which of these, but you're right. It it does look like there's going to be a list. Okay. God. Number three. What is the name given to Indian food cooked over charcoal in a clay oven? In its specific Indian food. Hmm. Allie, do you eat a lot of Indian food? <laughs> no. I mean, I have eaten Indian food. Oh. You gonna buzz in then? <laughs> yeah, well, you got it. Uh, I've eaten Indian food. You've eaten Indian food. It's like <laughs> Maybe cooked it's over charcoal in a clay oven. In a clay oven. oven. Like a bricola. Um, I don't know. Okay. Indian food. We'll move on. All right. To, all right. Yeah. That, that was number three. Indian food. Okay. Number four. When did the website Facebook launch? What year? Jeff? I'm going to guess the year 2005. Oh, no. Natalie. 2004? Natalie's correct. 2004. Damn. Oh, I thought you were saying it. I know. Uh, it was like, it was, I'm pretty sure it was the first when I was a freshman in college. That's where I was. I was, yeah. You were, yeah. Was yeah. it between those two? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay. Apple co-founder Steve Jobs died from complications of which form of cancer? <laughs> Hasn't buzzed in yet, technically. Um, Jeff. It's one or the other. Yep. True. Is it colon? No. Damn. But it's the other one. Natalie. Pancreatic? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie, I'm just gonna let Natalie ring it first. <laughs> Jeff's face. <laughs> I live for those faces. Oh man, <laughs> he was like, 
Let me narrow the answers down for now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, basically. I was like, he yeah, doesn't exactly. say pancreatic, I'm saying that. Okay, here we go. A doctor with a PhD is a doctor of what? If you have a PhD, what are you a doctor of? <laughs> Jeff. M- medicine. No. <laughs> Natalie, go ahead. That's MD. Pick the other one. That's an MD. <laughs> Medical doctor. PhD. PhD. Natalie. Physics? No. <laughs> Philosophy. Oh, darn. Oh. I thought you were going to say it, too. I kind of wish you didn't say it. I wanted to see what Jeff's going to look like. All right, here we go. Which ascent... No, I'm sorry. This essential condiment is also known as Japanese horseradish. Japanese... Oh. Jeff. Wasabi. Wasabi. Oh, Correct. Okay. That makes sense. Wasabi. Wasabi. Tutu. Yeah, nice. Okay. Tutu. Which item of clothing is usually worn by a Scotsman at a wedding? <laughs> okay, I saw. She, okay, here's here's Jeff. Now he's like, I was, no, I was like, <laughs> you like shot him out of the way. Oh, okay, that was the your, ding that, that in. Your, Are you sure? I the yeah. Ding. Okay, Natalie, what a is kilt. it? Kilt. Correct. Like, God, what? Move your head. Yeah. My turn. <laughs> Why do we even need this bell? <laughs> okay, George Orwell wrote this book which is often considered a statement on government oversight. George, well, you probably read it in high school. Or I we're supposed to name. have. I'm going to guess. Yes, Natalie. I'm not sh- sure. Moby Dick? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. Government oversight? <laughs> what? Um, well, maybe it's like a metaphor. <laughs> oh. The book about killing his I've yeah. never seen Killing a whale? I've it never read that book. Oh, book. killing his whale. Well, the whale represents the government. <laughs> Shut up! Um, George Orwell wrote this book, which often is which is often considered a statement on government that oversight. You read in high school? I think so. I read it in high school. Maybe. What I didn't read I'm a lot, lot of the same older books than you. As you is it the Odyssey? No, no, it's not the it's Odyssey. It's 1984. Yeah, never heard of it. What? Really? Yeah. Big Brother. What? Is that a TV show? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it I've is. never seen that show. No, it has nothing to do with the show. <laughs> The Big Brother is the idea that people are always like watching you. And oh, like okay, this, gotcha. Yeah. You know, this oversight. You know what? You can okay. just Who suck it. directed <laughs> the movie E.T. the Extraterrestrial? Wow, Natalie. Steven Spielberg. Yes. Yeah. Stefan Spielberg. <laughs> Stefan Spielberg. <laughs> yeah. Stefan Feld. Which movie <laughs> contains the quote, "Say hello to my little friend"? Natalie. Scarface. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to get my hand. You were going to take his hand. I know. I was even, she's yeah, moving so fast. He's going to lose his hand. All right. Gotta get more aggressive. I know. Jeff. I guess so. We still <laughs> have. Move the bell. Yeah. <laughs> there's still six. There's still That's six right. more. Six more plus the one you you guys didn't get earlier, which I haven't. Oh, I the haven't Indian, given. Food. Indian food. Yeah. Okay. What is the oldest Disney film? Natalie. Snow White. Good Lord. Man. Am I right? Did you go into my yes. Google no, Docs? I just know kick- this stuff. Okay. She just okay. knows that. I'll just sit here. <laughs> oh, wait. She's so... Oh, I wouldn't even see how aggressive I know. she's being oh, I with see the it. bell. I don't want to make eye Honestly, contact. In case I read the question and, and Jeff just leans back a little bit. <laughs> that was hit me. All right. Who starred in the film, the 1973 film, Enter the Dragon? I've never heard of that film. Oh, I have an idea. Jeff. Though. Well, I'll say the one, and it's probably the one. I'm gonna say Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Oh, okay. It's probably like Jackie Chan or Bruce Lee or something. <laughs> All right. Okay. I got one. Yep. You did, Jeff. Coming back, man. <laughs> Who is the main protagonist in the 1985 film Back to the Future? Jeff. M- Marty McFly. Marty McFly. <laughs> Coming back. Coming back. 
I probably would have got it. I almost, I almost got hit. I, I probably got it. <laughs> no, we're wrong. I mean, oh. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I think she's like, I would have got Jeff it. Jeff never says, like, well, I knew it too. You were losing, so I figured I'd give you the point. What's the next one, Snow White? All right. What does NA stand for on the periodic table? Are you serious? Yes. On the periodic table? Yep. And if you're wrong, you go back five points, right? Wait, is that? Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. What, what you did you say? think? You're not available. Not, not, yeah. applicable. not applicable. Like what? No. Oh, damn. What does it? You gotta wait for the whole question. <laughs> what, what? What is this like? Uh, what's that? Family feud? Yeah. You buzz in too early. Yep. What does NA stand for? I don't the periodic know. The periodic table table of science elements. was my worst subject. You buzzed in, lady. Okay. In. It's um. I'm trying to think of any science thing that starts with N. <laughs> it's um. Does it start with N? N- nitrogen. Nope. <laughs> Salt. Yes, it's sodium. Sodium. Oh, which okay. is, yes, 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 yes. Correct. Um, Do I get that? Yes, yeah. yeah, I'll get that to you. Two left. I guess NACL would be so. What are the scores right now? 6 5. Are you up or are you. No, I'm down. Okay. Now There's up. two left Ooh, plus bum, the Indian bum, food bum, one. All right. Bum, bum, bum. All right. So Jeff's got to get this. Well, no, there's, oh, there's really three. <laughs> which which yeah. musician starred in the Hunger Games movies? Oh, who was I it? I think that was you. I hit a I hit a hand. I know I felt like a scratch. Go ahead, <laughs> Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, it's Lenny, Lenny Kravitz. Kravitz. Were you gonna say that? Yeah. Sorry. I knew it too. <laughs> I would have uh, okay. got that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and the last question before we go back to the Indian oh, food one: In which U.S. state is Area 51 located? Jeff, is it Nevada? Yes, sir. Ooh, I would have got that wrong. It is. You would have said New Mexico. Yeah. That's yeah. Roswell. Oh, okay, okay. All right, so we got the Indian food question left. left. If Jeff can get it, no, no, no you're up by one. Yeah, it's six. You're up by one. If sodium and salt count, but and yeah, NaCl. So is you think salt we know? Right? The I'm giving food you that. One? I'm giving you that. Even though, yeah, salt is not the element, but yeah. sodium is what. Do you think we know the Indian food? I think so. I, I, you might not, but I think you do. The name given to the Indian food cooked over charcoal in a clay oven. It could be one where I say it and you're like, oh yeah, I've heard of that, but I've never would have got it in a million years. Oh. Or you might get it. Do you want to let it You want to let it marinate simmer? or should I just give it to you? <laughs> you're talking like India Indian. <laughs> I think I have to cut, cut that out. out. I, think I, think, I don't think I can leave yeah, that out. What on earth? <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> Indian food. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you have the so continent funny. of India and their food. <laughs> well, it's not a continent, but yes, <laughs> Natalie. Um, American Indian food, maybe I would say. Do you? Would you have known this? Did you write the time on that? <laughs> I should. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut it back to like right oh, here. Natalie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? I can't find it. Okay. What is the name given to the Indian food cooked over charcoal in a clay oven? I don't know if I'm going to get it. Yeah, I can just give it to so you. So I'm going to pass. Okay. Um, Here's their clue. It starts with a T. Natalie wants to win by more. It starts with a T? I don't think yeah, I know it. Tandoori. Oh. I've heard of it. Yeah. I didn't have know heard like, of it, what that You pick meant. one of these games, stay at the walk-in. Congratulations, Natalie. Good job, Natalie. Wow, on your, uh, your very aggressive play you style. You won. Yeah. Hey. Yep. Jeff's going to go home with a few it's welts a on his hand. Well, the first few I hesitated and I didn't get them. Yeah, no, also, you, it's, you know what's funny? 
is like every single time you guys are remotely close. I mean, and I mean every time without fail. <laughs> Jeff is like, I think Natalie got it. Never once does Natalie say a word. <laughs> she's never like, well, you you know. Every time she's like, Oh my god! <laughs> Every well, I knew time that one. I noticed that. Okay. I say, th- I say I know things the like, "Good job, Jeff." <laughs> Good job, Jeff. Right. Cool. I knew it. I knew it too. Yeah. I, I know it. I know it. It's funny. <laughs> so last episode we talked about games with terrible names, <laughs> and since today is opposite day, we decided we'd tell you the top five games we think have the best names or awesome names to me a good board game name draws you in upon just hearing the name of the game it needs to evoke something inside of you and can't just be nonsense and all these games do that for me when i hear them i get excited and just think about it so we're gonna go in a circle we're gonna go natalie jeff me natalie what is your number five Um, game that has a good i didn't really take that same approach okay let's hear your approach i none of these i don't get excited by the name of the game i just think it's a well named game <laughs> boom um okay i don't really like my number five what <laughs> like the game or you don't like your the name of it i feel i'm like second guessing i wrote like three different ones for number five because i couldn't decide pick your least Just, favorite yeah. all right <laughs> i'm gonna say for number five um flip ships okay i like that one because it's like it describes the game um it makes it sound like like kind of like a fun time doesn't sound boring you know like flip ships that sounds like something that would be cool and and it also was like the action that you're doing the action that you're doing yep i don't know and it's fun it's kind of like a a fun thing to say flip ships flip ships i like that one yep very cool awesome jeff what is your number five yeah i went in a direction where sometimes there's like dual meanings to words or names yeah or something that is is creative cool what i want so um my number five and i'll explain it is ice cool Mm, okay because it's like school ice cool is kind of sounds like school i think that's why i did it and that you're you're in a school you're in a school you're penguins it fits the theme running around the school ice cool is a is a cool name (laughs) to give a third meaning and third dimension because it's cool beautiful yeah Yeah, okay i went completely different route here i just went on games that evoked awesome uh feelings in me or when i hear so this number five game i own it have not played it when i first this I backed it, and then because of a play with the designer, I unbacked it. Ooh. Oh yeah! And but one of the reasons I backed it was because of I just love saying this name, and it's Gloomhaven. Mm-hmm. I think Gloomhaven is just a really awesome sounding title. Yeah. That when you hear it, for me, I kind of like I want to know more about what Gloomhaven's all about. It's mm-hmm. just a cool mishmash of gloom and haven. And I just think it's really cool. <laughs> that is my number five. Now, what's your number four? Uh, my number four. I, I can't decide. <laughs> many, do you have three for each number? Yeah. No, but... On all right, I'm just going to go with what I wrote. Okay. Okay. Um, for number four, I picked Red 7. Ooh, bad choice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> because it sounds like meaningless when you just hear the name and it probably sounds awesome. like a bad name, but then once you learn the rules and you play the game, it's actually like a perfect name because like Red, the Red 7 is the most important card or the most powerful card in the game and it like totally it seems meaningless but totally isn't basically gotcha awesome that is your number four jeff what is your number four my number four is one of ryan's favorites games of all time and it is called broom service oh baby (laughs) you did say it was opposite i do love this game i do love this game ryan doesn't like this game broom service (laughs) i think is a cute creative name (laughs) because you are witches it's a kind of a pickup and delivery game you literally are witches flying around on brooms 
to deliver things. Deliver and they, they, they would probably call themselves the broom service. The broom service. Yeah, yeah it's um, it's Kiki's delivery service, the yeah. board game, yeah. essentially. <laughs> Very cool. Number four for me is a game that I played a long time ago, and I, the main reason I backed this game was because of the name. And then I looked at the game afterward and was like, oh, it's so fun. And it's another game that just evokes awesome feelings in me, and it's called Shadows of Brimstone. Yeah, what a, a cool, badass cool name, name yeah, that, is. that is. Badass. Shadows of Brimstone. And the game is badass, too. It goes with it. It's kind of in the similar... A lot of these games for me that have these evocative names, are they let, They tend to be dudes on a map or Ameritrash-style games, yeah. mm-hmm. which have better names than a lot of Euro games, which really just have names of cities. Yep. Yeah. Strasbourg <laughs> right. or Bruges or Carcassonne. Like an uninteresting <laughs> name is like... Paris. Yeah. Like, right. A lot of games you know. have that. Right. Um, even though the game is about Paris or Amerigo. Right. right. Like it's a fitting that, name, but, but it's not but like. Shadows of Brimstone sounds so creative. freaking yeah. sweet. Let's play Shadows of Brimstone. It's like a cool, like Brimstone is just a cool word. Yeah. yeah. So that's my number four, Shadows of Brimstone by Flying Frog. Natalie, what was your number three? My number three, um, it's a game that I don't really like that much, but I think the name is a really good name. <clears throat> it is Calico Paris. because calico is a type of cat, cat and it relates to quilts which it are does both, yeah calico quilt oh there's a calico quilt and so it's like kind of has a double calico meaning. quilt nice jeff Ty. and they're both like in that <laughs> game so i thought that was oh that is cool dual meaning and there's dual a dual meaning. layered board oh that's exactly Whoa. what you're making me second guess myself well, if it's not, don't tell us. Well, I mean, it's not weird that Jeff and I wouldn't know that quilts are yeah, called. So I'm, I believe you. Main hobbies. <laughs> yeah, I believe. My number Secondary three hobby. is a game that I bought at Costco. <laughs> oh man, uh, this game is, is Beasts of Balance. I haven't heard of that. Uh, the game is cool. Very cool. And to think about, first of all, it just sounds cool. Beast of Balance sounds like a sounds cool game. Cool. It has that, that good ring, but it's also the the idea that you're literally balancing these beasts on this this small little. Yep, plinth. it works. It works on and both. Yeah, so it works on a lot of different levels. A lot of games have stacking it that have blank of blank. You, you can't go wrong. You can go wrong, probably. Yeah, but it <laughs> seems to be a good rule of thumb that if you do blank of blank, that's go that's kind of sweet. Blank. Yep. It, like my King number three castle. is a game that <laughs> I kind of really want to play again now after hearing Jeff talk about it last episode. And it's a game that I wanted more than any other game at the Gen Con Jeff and I went to, and it's called Spirit Island. Mm. I think Spirit Island is yes. such a cool name. The very cool name. I mean, oh man, it, because the theme of that game, which goes along right with the name, is just yeah, because awesome. you're like, are uh, the spirits? You, you are, are the, the spirits island. inhabiting yeah. the island, fighting back the. And that that name certainly to me evokes fe- those kinds of feelings and makes you want to know more about it. So that's my number three, Spirit Island. Natalie, what was your number boop? <laughs> uh, well, first like I want to say like I was right about two, calico. Yeah. It's like a type of fabric. <laughs> okay, um, good. Anyways, okay. my number two is. Quirky Circuits. Oh. I think that's like a really cute cute name that really like fits the game. The artwork is quirky. Um, And like playing the game, it's kind of like quirky too because you might like because you... Yeah, you might make it go the wrong way. Right, and... yeah. You might be like stuck in a corner like, I'm supposed to get over here <laughs> oh, and I'm adorable. going this way because, you know, it's like... Picking up little dust bunnies. Boop, boop. Yeah. yeah. Boop, beep, beep, boop. But I think that's a really cool name. Quirky Circuits. That's one where I'd be like, what is this game about if I heard that? Okay, awesome. That's your number two? Yep. Jeff, what is number two for you? My number two is a game called Euphoria. Build Build a a better dystopia. dystopia. I just like the take on calling it Euphoria and then calling it a dystopia. Dystopia. And then the theme of the game, I just think... 
first and last. It just works. It just works with <laughs> the theme. It works like even reading through the directions. It's witty. It's just a good. It, that that's the name of the game. Also, it's, the game is awesome, and the game is awesome. So that I was my that number game. two. Great yeah, one. Yeah. Awesome. That's Dystopia. a good game. My number two uh, goes along with that blank of blank <laughs> kind of name. And I could have slotted either a blank from blank or a Ooh. blank of blank. I okay. went with the blank of blank. Yep. <laughs> You'll know what the blank from blank is after I tell you what the blank of blank is. And this is <laughs> Fury of Dracula. Fury of Dracula instead of letters from White Correct. Chapel. Exactly. Oh, okay. I, I was I deciding you. which one of those to pick. From White I decided Fury well. of Dracula was what would take the spot because... Both of those words, Fury and Dracula, are sweet. They're sweet. <laughs> They're sweet. Think of the Dracula's Fury is just really cool. cool. And I remember back in the day when I before I bought this game, I was like, that's like that name sounds freaking badass. I want to play this game because of the name of the game. And it's awesome. Yep. It is awesome. I like Letters from Whitechapel better, but it's awesome. <laughs> yes. All right, that's it. Natalie, we've come to number one. I am number one. <laughs> that's a Nelly song. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Nelly. <laughs> now, now he's winning. Okay, yeah, now I'm featuring? winning. Featuring? Yeah. <laughs> um, Are you kidding? Who's it featuring? I don't know. Nelly's friend. Featuring Natalie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's your number one? Okay, my number one is a game designed by a friend of ours named Jeremy Pete. <gasps> and it's called The Grand Flea. Yeah, The Grand oh. Flea. Cool. I think that is such a clever name I because do too. it's about fleas, but he made it like the Grand Prix and he spells it F-L-I-X like P is that is an awesome isn't it like the, uh, like a tiddlywinks yes kind of? yeah. tiddlywinks yeah. kind of I think dexterity that's like game a, such a cute, and it is about name. a race you're yeah. racing, you're racing these fleas, fleas. Yeah. so the Grand Flea it, is mm-hmm. like a the perfect name. I liked it. I thought it was really fun. Oh, Jeremy. So good job, He gave Jeremy. me a copy. We have a copy of that. We should play that sometime. Yeah, we do have it. Awesome. Jeremy, the oh. Grand Flea. You're not going to listen to this, but if you do, sweet. Yeah. All right, Jeff. We've come to number one. I have a blank of blank game. Awesome. As my number one. <laughs> Tell you, the really? blank of blank. The blank of blanks. Just blank my blank. Really, <laughs> if you think about it. That's gross. That is yeah. so raunchy. You, yeah. Just blank your blanks <laughs> oh, all over the place. Geez. It's literally all over your place. You just blank them. Jail over here. You blank them there. <laughs> oh, Jail my God. You hear what he's saying? <laughs> yep, man. So, so the dirtiest one on this podcast. <laughs> to go along with Ryan's from earlier, I think this is a better name. This is... Jaws of the Lion. Jaws. That of is the a really lion. so that's with, yeah. which has the Gloomhaven gloom name, even. but Jaws of the Lion is that's it's awesome. awesome. Yeah. How it's sweet is cool that? Sounding. That is a badass name. Yeah, yeah, good one. Good call. Just blanks my blank. Yep. Oh, jeez, he's <laughs> doing it. Number one for me is a game that just has one word in it. It's one word. Yet this, when I hear that word, I shudder. In excitement and fear. Oh, I know. Can I guess? No. Yeah, you can guess. Ding it. Ding it, though. Yes. Is it strike? Nope. Damn. Oh. No, no, no. Right. It is claustrophobia. Oh, yeah. Good Part of answer. the reason I love this game is the name of it, and it really captures the feeling of the gameplay. You're down in these catacombs, and these uh, demons are like cornering you, and you feel very claustrophobic because you're just trying to get out. You're trying to kill them and get out. And man, is it evocative so that's my number one good one claustrophobia do we have any honorable mentions yes i had a couple i had Uh, um i'll go okay i had uh the grizzled yeah which i really like the name of that that's cool i thought of if wishes were fishes that's a creative name you hate that (laughs) that would have been i love it wow really how come i don't know i just like the game i always get it mixed like them mixed up i'm like if fishes were wishes yeah 
And it's just like, no, that, fishes. that pisses you it's off. Too huh? um, I like the name Wavelength because that's like yeah. creative. You have to be on the same wavelength yeah, as your team. Creative. I like that. And I also wrote down the name Can't Stop for a game. I almost put that on. Because Can't Stop Do is, I have that? No, I didn't it's like I just while it. you're playing yeah. the game, you're like, well, I can't stop. Yeah, you know, you just say it. And then as you're playing, you're like, oh, I get it. I can't stop. I got to keep going on these tracks. Let me keep rolling. Yep, that is cool. So those are my Natalie, you want to go next? Sure. I had Trismegistus just because it's really fun to say. It is fun to say. I'm into that. I like that one. Okay. Sagrada stuffed fables. Yeah, and fables uh, flick them up because it's like stick them up, but you're flicking. Yep. Oh flick yeah, them up. Yep. You better you flick them up. Yeah, I have some. Um, one actually, I kind of expected it to be on Jeff's list. He he mentioned it last episode as a name he I loved, and I was like, he's right. This is an awesome name, and it's Ticket to Ride. Yeah. I know you're not a big fan of the game yeah. in general, but, but I remember him the name. Like, but, yeah. but you're right. Name. You were totally right about that. Yeah. Like that's an awesome name for a couple different. It, it it's is. A, so yeah. you think the Beatles, right? You think trains, yeah. and it just it's just cool. And it actually yeah. works with tickets because right. that's what you're doing in the game. Trains. You're like it's a game about trains, but you're making it a you know more appealing name yeah. right so i also had letters from Whitechapel, which mm-hmm. i decided against putting him in the number two spot ghost stories i think Good is one. a really cool name yep. and the last one for me is war of the ring which i mm-hmm. also think yeah, is a badass cool. title yeah. to a lord of the rings game a blank of blank so that's gonna do it for us tonight everybody if you'd like to get a hold of us you can find us on instagram at gamecasters or at mad board gamer both those accounts service the podcast we have a facebook group you can just search gamecasters you'll find us there you can also email us at the gamecasters podcast at gmail.com we have that bgg guild natalie refuses us to join three six seven eight is how you find that one if you like the show we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on apple podcast or wherever else you listen that allows you to rate us no less than the highest rating please all music for this and every episode was produced by jeremy pete if you enjoyed it and want some of your own for your next project please email us to discuss so for natalie jeff the mad board gamer i am ryan and you have been listening to the gamecasters good night Welcome to the box. Harry. Harry Potter. Ah, this is the Instagram box. Hey, you go on the gram. My balls are Harry Potter. So Harry. Whenever you're ready.